welcome all angels, demons, half-breeds, and the only person really excluded from this is Memo. You can stay in hell. But I would like to welcome everybody to our... The traditional pronunciation, Memo. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I would like to bring everybody into our salted circle, our dragon's breath of safety, because we don't need any insects crawling out of our bodies. We're going to be talking about 2005's Constantine, uh, starring Keanu Reeves, Rachel Weisz, and Shia LaBeouf, and Jamin Hansu, Peter Samare, Tilda Swinton. I think I've run out of people. And then, uh, but, you know, let's talk about this. I can't do this alone. As always, I am joined. My name is Thomas Simpson. I forgot to point that out, but you should know my voice by now. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, the one, the talented, Kel Metcalf. Say hello. Hi there. And you can also see us, our faces, as well, because we are. this episode will be on YouTube. Hi, YouTube, once again. And hello, we are YouTubers. And we are joined... Once again, by one of our favorite guests to ever grace the channel, Mr. Colin Miller. Colin, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Everyone, if you're listening, wash yourself. Yes. Cleanse. Cleanse your spirit. And if you want to listen to this while you're in the bathtub, like me, bring a cat. So you can go hang out with Constantine in hell. I brought Scar. Also, Hi everybody. This is excellent. Most accurate point in that whole movie. I was literally watching this movie and I was just like, see, <laughs> I've been telling people how long that cats are like part yeah. of hell's work. And people are always like, it's like, ah, close enough. Yeah. One foot in, one foot out. <laughs> for for y'all at home, when we got on the call, all I had realized was Colin's in the bathroom. I was like, I don't know. If, from an audio standpoint, I don't know. This, I'm glad I had no idea what was going on. That reveal of you actually physically being in a bathtub full of water and just like, this is, yeah, that's that's dedication to the craft. Uh, it's really. I also thought that it would sound a little distorted, maybe like maybe I'm possessed, maybe I'm one of the characters. Yeah. You know, like when it, when there's the there's an audio filter for in this movie whenever anybody has devilish thoughts or the devil's in them devil is already it become so maybe i'm feeling the devil right now yes okay well speaking yeah. of the devil let's let's open with uh that so the movie opens if you haven't seen the movie why are you here no i'm kidding most people i'm sure have seen constantine at this point or at least have a working knowledge of I mean, john constantine but, okay have they like you know what okay. i mean like i was trying to think of the history of this movie i feel like it's forgotten by everyone and i don't remember i, don't, I remember going to the i think you talked to too many that. young people i think you talked to too many young people well, okay but so my memory is is i don't remember if i saw this in theaters or if i watched this at my dad's apartment this feels like a dad's apartment movie um but this like, is totally uh hey look it's on showtime i let's catch this real no, quick. this is a blockbuster rental this for sure yeah. is a blockbuster rental but like i remember speaking to people well i guess what i would have been 14 at the time but i remember like it, other people saw this movie i remember it wasn't like a oh that movie no one's no one watched it yeah yeah i mean you know no, a company, lot of people definitely. a yeah. lot of people have seen this film i, yeah. I feel and we okay. open in mexico with uh, i don't know what these two gentlemen are doing salvaging from something around. i don't know they're just there's out there two guys, a couple of guys being dudes thomas i mean you know what, what then, do you say you know I don't. I don't know about you. We need to take a moment because you don't touch the. We had this conversation with Rings of Power. You don't. You don't pull out the evil, you know, artifact and start touching it, right. like putting it all over your body. Why? 
like this thing's wrapped up for it's like oh let me oh let me just grab this sphere launch this real quick and it's like oh my god this yeah. latitude this, this is so great oh my i'm possessed by a demon oh, okay well. so you yes to what you're saying and also you brought up something that i want to talk about is that at no point is this referred to as the spirit of longinus it is only referred to as the spirit of destiny and the the it alludes to the possibility that Catholics refer to this as the spear of destiny, which that is not true at all. Like that, that is that's like this fucking like like hidden item in a video game ass title. Like, no, there's there's I was, no I was watching it as a person who was on route to getting confirmed in the Catholic faith. I wasn't appalled because oh my god, my people. It was like I remember I went to fucking Sunday school. It was not that cool. Like yeah. it was not like destiny. RPG. Yeah. Yeah. D D. No. Hidden behind <laughs> the silver skull. You have to assemble <laughs> the brass monkey. Yeah, no, there's no no fucking Can we stop, destiny. Uh putting legend to the hidden temple in our comic book stuff. That's what I'm I'm getting from there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> assemble no. the brass monkey. Okay, you put that together and then you can move yeah. on to the tomb of the you know elder trees. It's <laughs> it's a lot harder than you think it would be, I promise you. Um also, so yes, this is a comic movie. I miss this era of comic movies where it wasn't Damn. like fucking it's a comic book. You get it? Like it was like it was a thing that you kind of figured out from like a cousin or something. They'd be like, oh no, there's mm-hmm. a comic book. And you'd be like, oh, really? That's sick. And like it what like that that's that's what I want from a comic book movie. I don't want it to be like, get it, it's a superhero. Like I don't I don't need that. I want it to be like, this is really cool. What's this from? And then, you want absolutely. it to be ashamed of its identity. I think right, there's yes. a healthy degree of yeah. like the opposite is true now where because yeah. I just recently saw Black Adam, which, by the way, I quite enjoyed like for what it was. But there are the characters. I mean, Hawkman, he, he is Hawkman. He's yeah. got the helmet. Dr. Fate, the exact same helmet and cape. Like, you better believe they're called the exact thing and same thing as they're on the comics. Yeah. You better believe that like there's a certain you can at least connect it to some of the lore that's before. Like they there's an aesthetic choice that they're thinking about what are we going to put in there for the fans of the comic or the people who are going to online yeah like in this era it was like the x-men factor where they're like we're going to make a joke about yellow spandex like we're not having the yellow spandex we are going to like pretend this isn't a comic book within an inch of our life yeah be like yeah for for hawkman it'd be like it would never be hard a hawkman be like uh i'm my name is uh Carl. Uh, it wouldn't even be Carter. They'd change it's Carl like, oh, with the Carl Q. With it's the Carl Q. with the Q. Yes, the soft launch 20 years right. early. But like, yeah, it would like everyone would just be like in weird leather and like stuff like that. There would be like in one shot, you would get like a like a, a play of light and shadow that would somewhat resemble like an an insignia, but like then someone would be like, that's stupid, look over here. And then that would be the entire like nod to the original work that you'd get. And the rest of it would just be punching and shooting. Um, right. Yeah. But speaking of those, so this movie, I want to point this out because this movie does this a lot. This movie thinks that it's a horror movie and it absolutely is not. Can we stop trying to do this ridiculousness? But yeah, it's like, all right, so like we get this dude, he, he grabs the spear, he starts being possessed. He's like, I'm going to walk due north because I have to go to a specific location. And I do like his buddy who's just like, um, Terrence? Yeah. Terrence. Ter? Uh, Terry? <laughs> oh my god you just got murdered by a car what yeah. the what yeah. is going on and that was just like in mandy i was like cars don't do that when they hit human beings i know that he's like possessed by a demon so that changes that slightly but that was wild you know and i like how i do also like how the guys just like um hey uh 
Terry, T Dog. Yeah, you? yeah. You, 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 good? you good, bud? Yeah. Not like on the ground crying because clearly he knows. And then Terry's like just jump, like jumps forty feet in the air and lands. Like, no, bro, I'm Gucci. Like, don't ever talk yeah. to me. I'm walking yeah. off. Like, that's, what? That's that's it. yeah. I want. I want the movie of Terry's friend, uh, Stephen. I want Steve. I want a movie about Stephen and like the rest of like him, him having to go to therapy, him having to kind of rebuild his life. You know, he eventually go gets into a pharmaceutical college and like you know works up from there. That's the movie I want to see. No, it's um, like, but but yeah, that that's just. But I I know I know what you mean. There is this kind of this. Um, it's not. I didn't find it like it didn't feel like too put on but there is definitely it's borrowing a lot of imagery from okay it's 2005 so our exposure to this kind of imagery in in movies is like very specific at this point and it's also a very specific era of digital effects that it's like ah yeah. yes i can tell like it ha- comes with the date like imprinted upon it um there's a little bit of that stank but like i feel like it works I feel like it works. Yeah, no, I I think it works too. And then we go from there. Um, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe the opening part is in Mexico, but either way, then we go to a random hotel. And I remember I always liked this part when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, you just start under like contemplating logistics and thinking about things. So before, like for example, before you start doing this whole setup where you're gonna hoist this mirror out of a fucking room wouldn't you just maybe check to see if that mirror is too wide right. to go through that window right. seal and just simple, simple things that, like this is not your first rodeo yeah. why are you making rookie mistakes yeah you know same thing with chaz this is I, I can't stand how movies do this shit like he was like move the car he was like in real life you'd be like hey bro move like a yeah. hundred feet back that way you would not be so casual well, or vague about I, like move the car i think that he doesn't even like so He's an exorcist that that Chaz is hanging out with, and he's like, "No, he's a for real exorcist. There are demons. There's crazy shit. This is not like a like. Oh, you know, I like to research like weird occult books. I'm very into H.P. Lovecraft. No, and like he's like, "Hey, move the car." He's like, "Man, fuck you. I'm gonna move it an inch and a half and be like, uh, like I don't, yeah." I'm but I do like but this isn't that part of his character, you know? Yes. Like he's- He's sort of absent-minded, not thinking about his effect on people and that kind he's of... A, a child. He's just a dumb kid. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. I, I also get this... No, no, of... I'm talking about Constantine. Like, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you meant... Uh... Yeah. He he's like very much like he he's very disconnected from people in general, um, yeah. and he like has no like there's no there are no social skills that are really I mean I know there are social skills there. Sorry, he's he has decided categorically not to use them. He has the yeah. ability. Yes. He has the ability to be totally like this is what you say in the situation. He's is and I do like um this movie kind of takes the the idea of which which I I appreciate of john constantine at one point was like like previous to this was on his shit together a much more successful like you know exorcist all this stuff and now he's like a, a has-been kind of um he he's you know he's he's doing his thing um but but coming back to the the mirror thing yes the the seeing if it fits but more so wouldn't you just fucking turn it a little bit thank you than like sideways i'm like, going yeah. to pull this mirror so hard like what there's there are so many ways that this could go poorly like or just break the mirror like apparently all that needed to happen was the mirror you can just bash it with a mallet yes yeah i'm just like either way it's like you say like it's like instead of grabbing the rope from the dude and like double feeding on the bed to pull a third thing why don't you just like say hey guys keep pushing i'm gonna just real quick just 
Yeah. Just one inch yeah. like well, sideways I, on the cell. Yeah, but how did you feel about the that I justified it was it's like movie set moment, you yeah. know, because I, I recently shot a vampire short film and every there was like a lot of blood and tarps and like things couldn't get disturbed mm. in the actual because it was a real apartment. I couldn't build a fucking set. Yeah. So the thing that happened, it all got fixed. Luckily, we were able to glue the piece back together. But you just don't think about the drawers on the other side of the cabinet that the, when you tilt it because you have to tilt it they completely go and fuck you up and yeah. i'm not like it's more it's more a critique on my own intelligence that i was the director not able to say hey by the way let's not tilt it that way but i'm just the mirror thing kind of reminded me of that like they yeah. just didn't think about it yeah um, mm-hmm. i mean it, yeah. it's i mean to be fair uh to to mr john constantine it's kind of a stressful moment, I feel like. And if yeah. like I can't be like be like, wait, no. Are you do you see this? Like I can't, what am I gonna do with this? This is three inches to it. No, go go find another mirror. Find another one. Get another mirror. This one's not good enough. I don't like it. Like that's not gonna let me get a tape. Also, measure. hang on. Can hang I on, ask a question? <laughs> uh, uh, this is also the part that bugs me. Yeah. We saw how many people, like different apartments and homes on the yeah. route. They don't have a mirror that's bigger than three feet anywhere. Go fuck yourself. All right. Everybody I know that's like has a house. And it's not like just a dude. I'll have big mirrors so you can like check your outfits or look at things, do things. I find it very difficult to believe that you need like this seven foot oh. mirror that's like, no, there are plenty of like, hey man, here's this like $15 people, people body had mirror mirrors. from Target. People had mirrors. They were not like, no, that's my fucking mirror. Fuck you. Who's this weird guy? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna give my mirror. No, I don't care. I don't care. That's I don't know them down there. I don't know them. Yeah. Like, On top of that, you're telling me you're in uh presumably like a 15 or 16 year old girl's bedroom. You're telling me a teenage girl doesn't have like a body mirror somewhere so she can look at her outfits or do something. That that seems silly. Teenagers. I don't know. Anyway, uh I did like though it shows Constantine does know what he's doing. It is a crazy world out there. You have I don't. I, I, this is a weird thought that I had this time. Never thought about this prior to, because like you know, obviously the the priest hears voices and he's dealing with his own things and stuff. But I'm just like, who wants to talk to that priest? Or, that priest. He's very creepy and off putting, and like, yeah, doesn't seem sane. I'm just. That, that, I was curious, like, uh, who are you giving Father Hennessy, the most subtly <laughs> named priest? Like, oh, okay, we're gonna have a priest. You got a major drinking problem. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Father Hennessy. Are you? Hey, are you sure? Because <laughs> are we? Are, first yeah. idea, best like, idea. Okay. Well, great. his 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 initial name was gonna be Alize, but we thought that was too on the right, nose. Right. That felt a little. That felt a little too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's is he a character from the comics? I wonder because I it felt have like not read. Been, uh, yeah, haven't read a Hellblazer yeah. comic, but not no, he's you. he's Father Cavassier in the comic, but no, I have yeah. no idea. But, but see, uh, that's, but that's what I'm saying is characters' names in this movie—they're just people's names. They I mean, yeah. there's no producer saying. Well, I do. By the way, that lady character—why don't we yeah. just make her Zatanna? You know what I mean? She's yeah. just. I do know. I do yeah. know that Papa Midnight and Chaz are characters from Hellblazer. Yes. Even though they I are? Okay. Red, but I do know that they are. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so we get this introduction. You get to see Chaz is way out of his depth. Yeah, I was trying to be nice about it, but he's just out of his depth and just tagging along. It's like, you, you don't belong in this world, kid. What you, like, why are you trying to get in here? Yeah. Also, uh, here's just a thought that we're going to jump quite far ahead. But, like, Constantine has no problems 
letting uh, Angie get like the site and be aware of the world and see what's going on and stuff. But he's real hesitant on chat. Like, no, Chaz, fuck off. You, I'm not going to help you out. I'm not going to let you learn how to see things or do things. Like, well, it's not I, for you. I feel like the the unspoken thing here is that uh, Chaz has been helping out Constantine for a long time, and that mm -hmm. the the whole reason why he he's like not doing it because I mean it's it's you know tale as old as time you know john constantine is unfortunately a softy at heart and like there, there, there's you know he's a he, he's chewed up and grizzled but you know uh yeah he he doesn't uh he has formed a bond with uh with young Chaz that we yeah, see and how does that later work on out the for him in the end not how well, that okay that's a i would say a mixed bag i would say that there it is a mixed bag i can't say that we can't say that it's all bad <laughs> we can't say it's all bad I think we can. I think the only there's one benefit, and then the biggest of cons. Incredible, so incredible superpowers is the vet. The one benefit is you're immortal and you have incredible superpowers. Have fun. It's it's a, it's one small upside. Like ah, you know whatever. I still did die kind of weird, but like you, you did know. have to like absolutely be murdered brutally, Thomas by Gabriel. Anyway, we're getting ahead Thomas. of ourselves. No, no, anyway, no, 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 Thomas. If I told you that Tilda Swinton would absolutely slam bam thank you thank you ma'am you into the floor into the ceiling like 10 times and you die and then you would be able to fly and have crazy superpowers and never die are you telling me that you'd be like no go Look, fuck yourself that seems like a really bad deal i can't not, think of a I'm single not, part of I'm that not, that is not good <laughs> i am not i am not saying that i would not take that deal what i'm right. saying is Nobody in this film had the concept that, that was the outcome. Okay, all right. It was all, right. all they, it was like there wasn't hey, consent. You're gonna get wham, bam, <laughs> thank you, ma'am, by Tilda Swinton, and you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody knew the after right. effect part that the God was gonna come down and be like, that's, and that's faith, baby. That's faith. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> exactly. That's where we talk about how her weird hotness is like peak level oh, in this movie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is like so weird, but I, so to, to to begin. Tilda Swinton is is and always will be very hot. She has a very unfortunate uh, habit of, of of defending Roman Polanski, um, but oh. I'm gonna I'm going to not look at that for this this one moment. But uh, yeah, this was like this was like the moment that that everyone was like, oh, okay, wow, okay, yeah, no, this is this is it. This was this yeah. was the, this was I think I'd like to point out that yeah. they took the apex of all facets of sexy in this film because let's not kid ourselves Vice, yeah yeah thank you keanu's yeah. a good looking man but yeah. rachel vice god damn every, like this every, is the yeah. mummy you're just like any anytime that yeah. she's on screen you're just like fuck. yeah early like, aughts were, man it was, it was a time it was a time you know and yeah like tell us what you got i mean and let's not hate for all you goth lovers and stuff you got peter samari just bringing the full well, like daddy sex appeal yes absolutely yeah, this yeah. is the hottest he's ever been yes, yeah yeah for yeah, sure. yeah yeah, yeah, the sweatiest you know? and hottest he's ever been. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just yeah, needed like, him to have eyebrows. I just really needed him to have eyebrows. That's a real thing for me. Here's, I have a very huge theory or question about Isabel. So, uh, do you think Isabel knew? Because Isabel's very, very powerful psychic and all this stuff. Do you think Isabel knew the final outcome to the choices that she made? Like, do you think that Isabel knew if I do this and I? suffer in hell for a month and a half i will be ascended up into heaven anyway and like 
these problems will be solved. Is she that good of a psychic prophetically now? So here is here's my take on that. Um, I think that there is an aspect of that that's probably true. I don't know to what extent, but we we see the scenes like when when uh, you know when 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 Angie is, is watching the the video that when she jumps where she hears the name Constantine, and in my mind, what that is is and like you know there's a lot of like this is an easily picked apart theory but um that this is like somehow isabel being like no look like this this is the way to go to do something about this um and so i would feel like she would have not being somebody who had met john constantine before she would have to kind of have some insider trading stuff going on there um Mm -hmm. but uh colin what do you think well i think that it's um like a dement it's just a dimension shift more than it is something that she's aware of in the present i think there's a like when a movie of a supernatural nature is dealing in a time shift there's some splicing bending refracting that occurs and to me i just perceived as that that it's a a sort of um you're there but you're also here and when you're there you're it's like going into a black hole you kind of yeah. are a little like it go you go back in time and you kind of stay there and then i'm losing it as i'm talking about it but you know what i mean it just feels yeah. a little bit more like it's a, a time bent situation to me yeah yeah but uh but uh, short answer kind of yeah kind of yeah it's I, I it's but anyway isabel this powerful psychic sets the whole plot in motion. Well, I guess technically the spear sets the plot in motion, but Isabel needs to be the next thing to topple. So right. Isabel, unfortunately, um, takes her own life in the most dramatic way possible. Also, I, I want to establish something just so everybody can be perfectly aware. She would not be like together after that fall. Like that hitting that glass, you would be like immediately like cut and eviscerated up like crazy. Well, and I'm then, pretty sure this is PG-13. So, it, oh, mean, it absolutely is. Yeah. It's also it's wild to me because then they have yeah. other stuff that you're like, how is this PG-13? But okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, that's the you thing. You can is, edit it. Yeah. But that's the thing is like in 2005, you could do that and people would just be like, ah, fucking whatever. But like now, if you do that, it's like, no, I've seen this happen. What would really happen? Like everyone's like a real fucking stickler for everything. Everyone is incredibly like a reality pedantist. Like, it's, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but because this, you know, Angie is Isabel's twin sister and she's a detective because the plot needs her to be later on in the film. Yeah. Uh, and so, She's trying to figure out because she's con- convinced that her sister was murdered and did not take her life, despite what everybody tells her. And in the meantime, in between time, Constantine is also like on the lookout for what the fuck's going on because things are weird enough in a foot. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember uh, his character name, so we're gonna call him Specs. So, how do you feel about Specs? Oh, um, and... Beeman. Thank you. how funny the 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 insect guy his name is beeman that's why yeah that's why i remember it's beeman yes um beeman i love i love this part of these kinds of movies so like uh, i've got a weird i've got this this weird guy who lives in the back of a bowling alley and he's who i get weird guns and he does a lot of crazy research like that's that's my shit. In, Who yeah. happens to possess a Bible yeah. from hell? Yeah. Like what? How yeah. did you that's, gain that? That's my absolute jam. Where there's like this this like shitty Justice League that are doing things behind the scene. That's Van that's Helsing. It. Yes, it's the, the monks yes. of Moria. Yes, like... this is yes. This this is. Yep. I, and I mean, these are all kind of. I guess it's just like that kind of detective 
adjacent genre because i mean really what is van helsing except like spooky 1600s detective but uh um, right yeah but yeah uh Beeman James Bond and, yeah, get, jekyll and hyde yeah, yeah yeah you get time with to meet constantine's group Beeman, jazz and hennessy you get all that stuff you know uh Constantine's like, hey man, uh, some shit's going down. I need you to take this protective necklace off Hennessy so that way you can, you know, hear all the voices and do all this. I'm like, if you heard voices like that, why are you a priest? Like, can we also, like, I just, there's so many questions I have about things that are not related to this movie, but, but related to psychology and, you know, right, psyche right. and stuff. But either way, uh, Constantine decides, I gotta go talk to somebody who knows what the fuck will be going on. And ironically, uh, or not, I guess not the same sense, um, Angie's like, hey, I need to go beg this priest to let my sister have a funeral because yeah. Catholicism is real hypocritical about their stuff. And I do like the interaction with, the, you know, you get to see John Constance, a huge dickhead, but also yeah, the, 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 because there's the first, this isn't their first meeting. The first meeting is like, and like, this is the moment where it's like, yes, I understand what they want us to do is, hey, in case you guys didn't realize this guy sucks um because like he, they're in the hospital and one he's smoking in the hospital and no one has a problem with it no not a soul is like hi it's a fucking hospital john um but he get he gets in the elevator says, hold the door and like what is it he says some like shitty flippant line yes yeah, she goes hold the door are you going down and he goes not if i can help it you literally like, are going down if john. that if that happened to me i like i don't i i think i just scream I think I would like if that if I was in that situation, I think I would just scream and then go home. <laughs> I think but if I was in that so situation, much. I would run down the stairs faster than I think a person could ever run down the stairs, hoping that he stopped at least at one floor. So that way I could punch him in the face when he got to the bottom floor. Yeah, that's one way. Just that simple. But we've all been dissed for certain things a yeah. lot over the course of our life. We yeah. all know what that experience is in our own region of terrors. But I have to say, if somebody dissed me like that, I would at least be less miffed because it is kind of a line, you know? It's oh, so, yeah. yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's, like, it's, yeah. it would sort of just be honest, like, okay, well, you didn't, you know, slur me yeah. or anything. Kind of, also, if you're going to do it, if you're going to yeah. diss me, that yeah. is a decent way to do it. You're what running into... You're running into like a real life cool guy. You're, you're like, yes, yes. It's not. No, you're incorrect. It's a snarky gay. No, that's, that's what. It is. Ro- I, okay, yeah, I, yeah, whatever. Also, <laughs> Same I thing. also would like to point out, Jonathan just said the honest truth. No, this elevator has eighteen people in. Did you not see how full that elevator okay, yeah, was? To anyway? be fair, like, look, where was she? Just like, go? Yo, no, like, no. I'm, I'm not gonna. No, I have to smoke a cigarette yeah. in this elevator. You can't. You have no space in here. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of those freaks who doesn't have social anxiety. Absolutely not. Do not do this. Yeah, like. I have personal space. Back yeah. the fuck up. There. No. But I do like uh, that they have this whole interaction where they both uh, think they're both going to see the same person. They're absolutely not because this father yeah. that has nothing to do with anything is who, you know, Angie wants to talk to. But I, yeah, I loved it. Still, even now, you know, I loved it when it came out in 2005. But to this day, that introduction for Gabriel is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just. Yeah. Everything this is... with Gabriel is nearly pitch perfect in this here's, movie. Here's also, yeah. I have, here's, my, here's my question. Okay. So I can't remember if it's. I think it's a little bit later than this, but he explains it to Angie and stuff. But, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you have half braids and this, that, and the other. It's like, okay, not really. If you're trying to tell me that God and Lucifer hang out, like, in their respective domains, but you're telling me that 
the Archangel Gabriel can come to Earth and it's a half breed. Go fuck yourself. Gabriel's an archangel. It's not a half breed. Unless oh. you're saying that Gabriel came down and possessed Tilda Swinton's body right. and Tilda Swinton used to be a human so, being. And I, I don't understand. So if we this is so this is a, an interesting rabbit hole that we can pursue somewhat because like that is a th- like that's a thing. That concept is a real thing in biblical terms. Like the, this idea of of like entities that are half angel and half half uh half man uh seraphim i be- i believe what, what is the is the, the the term for it and it was like a, i think a problem I, I i don't remember specifically but i remember in the apocrypha it being like a problem um but uh it, it's it's another one of these things where it's like that's not like you were so like you there was the right thing that, it's fine you know what it's fine but i what i do want to say is Every pretty much every single character. I have one minor gripe about characters in in this, but every character is done so fucking well. The the the, the from the design, like everyone has like it, this is difficult to do in like real life. Everyone has a very like distinct silhouette, and like it, it's it's just <laughs> like it's they all have like a like a, a prop and like they, they've got like it's nothing feels like half-baked with the characterization i can like i sense like a deep like world behind the scenes for each one and it's just oh so good and so uh much like Chekhov's angel you're gonna see gabriel come back later on no. but the main purpose of gabriel is just to spew expositions like constantine you're gonna die and you're bound for hell and nobody likes you and you fight uh, all this stuff and blah 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 get out of here he's like fine i don't know why i asked a white person for help with anything i need to go see the black people and see what's going down so then you know he's living on a pop of midnight's place mm-hmm. Chaz is just like the whitest white person ever oh dude all you right. know you know pop midnight let me get in there like what's the, what's the code what's this hey man if you can get in you can get in like i'm not gonna yeah like, again just just, just cool guy shit just like cool guy <laughs> shit to say it's like just like absolute it's like if like a leather motorcycle jacket was kissed by a witch and turned into a real boy like that's that's yeah yeah anyway. and so uh i do love this intro though like when you go to pop midnight's place that it's like here's the pop midnight's great you know not from christianity but Voodoo is hoodoo, voodoo, you know, whatever. Uh, Either way, great. Jamin Hansu, fucking chef's kiss. This man, yeah, fantastic. Busting his ass forever. Yeah. Been putting in work since day one. Uh, And I do like that it's like the Continental for John Wick. It's just like, yeah, bro, we don't give a fuck. Like, angels, demons, who the fuck cares? They're here, they're doing cocaine. You know, they're having virgins. He does care. Yeah. No, no. Papa Midnight does not care. It's his club. I meant Constant cares. But it's not his club. Fuck off, Constantine. I'm saying that it's the concept of having like a neutral zone club where like an angel and demon get together and fuck and make like Dante and Virgil. You know, it's just really awesome. I think that this is secretly a Devil May Cry prequel and nobody right, knew about right. it. Right. You know, I was gonna bring that up at some point, but you 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 beat me to it. I beat this, you is to it. it. Yeah. this is it. This is it. This is Devil May Cry Origins is, well, is nobody really knew DMC character when they remade it and then pe- the people who love the original were like no that's not for us he kind of felt like the keanu reeves yeah i'm telling you i'm it, telling you it 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 felt like a movie like if if you made that a, a movie in 2005 it would have it would have read fully like every, every part of that game is a 2005 kind of like action supernatural thriller 100 percent. yeah um but essentially keanu asked Bob, hey what's going on and he's like hey man 
it's too early in the movie for me to help you. You're going to have to come back later on. Right, uh, right. But you need to show up now so that way I can show you Balthazar because you need to see what his demon looks like. So here he comes. And ba- I will point out, look, I don't know in what world, in in what world you think that angels can dress better than demons, but you're fucking wrong, okay? Demons would absolutely have the best fashion sense, be the most on point, the sleekest, coolest motherfuckers in the history of time. So please explain to me why Balthazar has a fucking pinstripe suit with a polka dot tie on. That shit bothered me the entire hey, movie. You gotta, okay? you gotta take chances. I could not, no, no, that is not a chance. That is the like that is. Listen, he's a power, 101. He's a power pansexual yeah. who has lived for a long time. Yeah. Who's very sexy and gets tail every fucking day. We all know that. And he probably, I mean, he was inches away from fucking Constantine, if we're being honest, like for, in several scenes in this movie. Um, so I think that he's just, he doesn't need to dress and adapt. He expects the world to adapt to him. I'm just, I'm just letting anybody that has ever seen this film, just know, no matter what you think, pinstripes and a polka dot tie absolutely does not go together don't ever wear that don't you ever in your life think that's acceptable or cool you are wrong if you are a six-year-old i would tell you that's wrong and take that shit off immediately what are you doing you can have a solid suit and have colored or patterned ties or you can have a patterned suit and a solid tie you do not mix and match i just want to establish no matter what you learn when watching this or listening to this that you understand basic fashion sense okay don't be walking out here with socks and flip-flops on embarrassing yourself okay Okay. i'm I'm wearing a pride dinosaur with two loofahs on my ears and manatee socks so and you still look you have way better fashion sense than a striped suit with polka dot tie (laughs) get out of here i I do also uh, like the so it, it the quickest way to be like hey this is a nasty guy and they realize it be like have him spin something across his fingers. Like any character, like you you have you have a scene any any scene with the character where like the intro is like them being like, eh, whether it's like I don't care if it's a fucking pencil or like you know a a, a a lotto ticket or you know key. If they're just like, hmm, like that, there's something. No, this person, no or yes, depending on what time of the day it is, you know. But uh, what a cat yeah. this guy is, two face. He's literally he's the per. He's got oh, point man. technique. Yeah. He can wear a suit. Well, Thomas doesn't think so. And no, he he's, can like, wear very a good suit. Playing two the faces. Yeah. Costume department just did him no favors and really embarrassed I, him. On I, I think I I it, but it feels it feels right for the character. Somehow the idea of like like that idea of like you know. Oh no! You need to like you. This goes with this. This goes with this. I mean, depending on like your 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 views of however you're deciding to view evil, what lens through. Sometimes you can go with like, oh, it's a lot of order, like things like this. I think, but it, I think it you're feels right. like like be like it's a no, chaotic evil. You. Yeah, exactly. It's a exactly. chaotic evil. Yes. It's yes. like anybody that has common fashion sense will see that and it'll fuck their day up. Yeah, and he's like, he that's has, what he's really ultimately he has out here for. Uncommon fashion sense. We talk for mm-hmm. five hours about the costumes in this yes. movie. I think they are really. Really yeah. fucking cool. Like there, every you like. It's not just. It is about silhouette, Kellum. Like that, yes. that was so smart to find it out because you could you know everything about how a character is aligned in the movie yeah. and where they're at emotionally based on just the shape of their body. It's so yeah. cool. 
Yeah, like the Absolutely. fucking what Gabriel's wearing in the in her final scene, like ah, uh, like, oh. like what is this like weird like future like freedom fighter type of like battle? Because we'll I have things yeah. to say. Okay, okay, I have okay, things. okay. but uh, yes, yeah, so that basically Keanu was like, yeah, you gotta fuck off, get out of here. Still more movie to be had. So Keanu goes home, is you know sulking over his life, and I just want to point this out. Like this is this is another picadillo about me. That like really bugged me because like we're human beings let's we all live in a space let's we're we're dropping the like the we're allowing this mirror to come up and we're gonna pretend like this is a real thing we're watching and not just something made up entirely so it really bothers me deeply in my soul when keanu traps this fucking big ass spider in this glass and then 10 minutes later rachel vice just lifts this glass up and lets the spider loose back in his apartment like hold on bro he didn't kill the spider you can at least let that spider go. You just were like, you don't know. I think you're brown with clues. You don't know what kind of spider that is. You don't have to kill a, a species just because it exists. But you gotta like make sure this is not, you know, ruining your whole right, day. Right. Right. No, she was trying to fuck his day up. She was trying Thank to. You. Just she was, being... No, it's very clear. This is not like. This is not like. Oh no, what's really happening? No, she was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> it was. It was. It's, just, it's like. I don't think it was concern for the spider. But here's here's my thing though. Here's my thing though. Okay, and this is this is, just hear me out on this. Okay. All you right. came. You came to this man's house yes. to bug him and annoy him to help you out with your bullshit yeah. and your problems. He said, "Wait, no. her bullshit. Her sister just died." Hey. I'm coming at from Constantine's perspective. Constantine doesn't know it's this her superficial this garbage you're bringing to him, my, it's bullshit. Okay, he's like, I'm dealing with my own stuff. I have my own <laughs> problems going on. Leave me, like, but he says no, which he has every right to do. And she's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna let the spider back loose in your house." Like that, you. He did not. He has the right to say no. Yeah. I, I want to help you. Yeah. You are annoying, and you know, you you called me mean once in the church together. It's not cool. You can't just be out here calling people mean to their faces I mean, that's not okay you know <laughs> yeah. but Rachel Vice does recruit uh Constantine she's like you have to come help me and he's like no you think you have, it's the wise words of Kellum uh the funny thing about that is no yeah so yeah. then she leaves because that's what you do when you get told no and at this moment Constantine's like oh shit there's a fucking demonic being outside that's gonna come fuck your shit up let me take this sign to go help that couldn't have come 12 seconds or yeah. Earlier. That's a real movie convenient. But how do you like the sequence? Because I thought this was fucking awesome. The in the hall or the middle of the street, um, flash paper, like wall of demons type sequence. How did you like that? Ominous, scary, good. Again, another point I'm making though. This movie thinks it's a horror movie, like randomly. Because we get to the street scene and it's like, oh, the lights are going out. Duh, duh. Oh man, like this, you know, it's this Hispanic church behind us, it's like the only thing that's staying lit is it's got the belief. I don't understand. I, I don't eat. So this is, I don't really get that vibe from it. Like I, I understand where you're coming from, but it's, it's, it's very specific what they're going for. And it's hard to really quantify what that is. Hellboy did this to an extent as well. And there's a lot of similarities between these two because one religious like, horror, it's a similar era, but they, they have, they have figured out the things that really work for this kind of thing. One, a lot of dudes that do weird little things. Um, a lot of different, like, like, this is my thing that does this cool thing, like, like little, little things, but it's also, it's, you get the sense of like something behind, like that there is, this is a world that you are kind of seeing part of, but that it exists outside of the bounds of this film. Um, like I, yes, yes, Jesus. Um, but like, yeah, no, I know, I thought this was cool. I like the, I, I really like the choices that are here, um, with regards to, you know, 
we she cha- he chases her down and like oh no like this bullshit like and then the the choice to like okay we've got like this huge crowd of like whatever nasty folks coming and to not really see like like the 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 choice of like light and obfuscation here it, it works for me i you know it's yeah. it's it's a simple it's, thing it's good but it's, you can feel nice. them without seeing them is yeah. what I, I think it is and i like it and i like the when you do get that bright flash of light real quick mm. you see just enough to like give you that impression but not enough to you know ruin the moment but constantine's like all right cool dude like we'll go check this out this seems like there might be some merit to your qualms mm. and at this point i think let's talk about hennessy i think this is about the time hennessy has his issues yeah we're, we're but we're, we're somewhere there we're there we're thereabouts because i know there has to be a cut we don't go from the street to the apartment with the cat so i think yeah. this has to be the scene that's in between but i'm not a thousand percent sure so you know what really kind of sucks is when you watch something and you're younger and you're like blown away and like wowed by like how they did something and like how like effective and awesome it is and you watch it as an adult and you're like you, can you stop punching me in the face with this over and over like, i get it yeah. jesus calm down so yeah. hennessy goes to look at isabel's body snakes in touches her arm gets balthazar's like fuck off i'm gonna kill you now because it's time for you to die and hence so like, oh my good. god like yeah. I can't, there's no booze coming out and then like drops his flask and there's booze all over the floor and then he like sprints into a liquor store and it's like let me start drinking all these booze and it's like no, there's no there's no like booze. so here's my thought here is it's like i mean i i currently as a sober person but who ha- has had a, a a bit of a monkey on their back at one point um i i would just stop be like the first time that didn't work and be like i no, this is. I've got yeah, haunt, and, all the alcohols haunted right now. I'm gonna do something else. Here's a big question I have for you. So, like, obviously, like the constant, like, when he puts the bottles back down, and the second he drops them, then the liquid starts pouring. You start yeah. visibly seeing the liquid pouring out, and like all this. It's like, okay, cool. You don't see the man sitting there swallowing. He just opens his mouth, nothing pours out. He drops it, like, oh, he drank. He like goes. It's like, no, you should show him like trying to like like trying to drink something, yeah. but there's he doesn't think that he is. But he's still because like. To other people, this man's just opening like handles of liquor and just chugging like the whole. It's like that's not how alcohol poisoning or death works, my guy. Well, um, he just dr- he drowned. He, drowned. he literally, yeah, yeah, he literally yeah, no, died from drowning. But still, I'm your, your point still, holds up. That's not how that works, though. Unless he no. doesn't see the liquid, so he's still like breathing like normal, and he has a mouthful of booze. Yeah. going into this. I don't know, yeah. but I don't but. Know. Directly with what I said, this is because in 2005, people just saw that and were like, "Whoa, that looks cool!" And like that and also, was that was the end of the thought. There wasn't yeah. a, a like, "Well, no, really, I can't see him swallow." I'm sure there was some some dude that was there that was doing that. Here's I'm what certain. bugs me though about this scene as well. So this in this sequence, when Constance explaining to like what how the world works and how like influencers exist and some are good and some are evil and blah 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 explain to me how balthazar is murdering this sorry, priest sorry in... sorry it's influencers sinful thank you for yeah. correcting my mistake so please explain to me how balthazar is in this liquor store murdering this priest and the fucking like counter agent who's working his way through like night school is an angel and this motherfucking angel is gonna sit here and stop the priest from being killed like getting killed like you're telling me balazar's like i'm gonna murder him right in front of you angel and you're gonna do nothing about it like well right right it, that makes it's, 
No, feels... don't give me this balance argument. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. This feels very like kind of like uh, you know, hey, this is an election day. Um, this feels very much kind of like like Democrat v Republican kind of things. Like, no, look, we can't get involved. Look, let's try it. We're trying to keep things respectable, but this motherfucker over here is also going to be doing this wild, you know, insane shit at me. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it it's kind of like there is a. I think there's there's like a sense of like yes, there is a balance. But I think that one side is I, I don't really think that like the angels are being kind of like, how do we fucking get around this? Like that doesn't strike me as like a, a the angels are like trying to follow the rules, but they also yeah. are consciously aware that like the demons have no concept yeah. or care for following the rules. Wow. That's what a shocker. But anyway, yeah, I know. I know. Um, so then he and this is also what bugs me. Uh, I don't care how much you're drowning or how much you're dying. Like you're trying to tell me you're in a place of business. And you gotta grab that corkscrew instead of a fucking pen. You couldn't reach over and grab a fucking pen. I guarantee you, you could use a pen, a marker, fucking anything. Thomas, you you've tried to. I know you've tried to write on your hand and pen, a ballpoint pen, because again, it's two thousand five. No, that's because okay, well, this let me is ask this, you this. Is, this is the chain of no. This is the chain of events that would happen. Uh, okay. Oh no, shit. No shit. No, here's, no, sh- no sh- Do you have a piece of paper? I just need to get it started. I just need to get, here's, get the ball here's, rolling. Here's the argument that I would make. Take that corkscrew. You know that they're going to come yeah. investigate your body. Yeah. You're cutting your hand to try to show John Constantine this fucking symbol that you saw. Mm. You have a corkscrew in your hand. You're laying on a tile floor. Why don't you just scratch the fucking symbol with the corkscrew into the tile floor where it'll be clearly visible right next well, to your fucking dead body? Well, Thomas. Drop because, it. I know. It's because dramatic. it wouldn't be. It would be way less epic. <laughs> If he did well, that, isn't, isn't this whole scene? And correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't he explain it to either? I think he expl- he's explaining it to Angela, Angela. Mm-hmm. and going, you know, these people or the excuse me, these demons, they have some kind of control, but generally they don't like get fully inside, but they can influence. And so I thought this whole sequence was, you know, the priest himself fighting against what the that you what Balthazar Balthazar was so hard for me to fucking say I'm sorry. And I keep thinking of despicable me, goddammit. But anyway, um like he's influencing him and then his brain is telling him to resist, but there's sort of that conflict. And so it's it's less about his rational thought. I think he just is sort of fighting the urge to kill himself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. And I, I get the sense that like not only is it not only is it like okay, the demon is ex- exerting influence, is that it's also preying upon the inherent, you know, foibles and, and, and you know insecurities and and things within sure. a human can mind. I, can I that also, like? Can we also talk about for just a minor moment? So uh, Constantine had the priest take his neck, his bulletproof vest necklace off, yeah, so he could like put his hands across the newspapers to hear voices and find out some shit. Yeah, he does that. And then he goes to investigate right. Isabel's body. At what point could this priest put this fucking necklace back on? Well, he, he didn't have like, it anymore. He there did because no... Constantine took it out oh, of his yeah. pocket. He did. Well, he just didn't put it back on. So to be fair, it seems like there is also a, a a spell on this amulet that makes people forget it when it would be very useful. So Isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. necklace, it works how necklaces don't work. Like, yeah. Have you ever put a necklace around your neck? And then taken off your jacket, and the necklace stayed on the jacket, and not your neck or body. 
Like, yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't understand that. Like, I, but we're we're jumping. We're we'll jumping. Get, yeah, we're I jumping. know what you're referring so, to, yeah. and I have a I have a point against you okay. on that. We'll, we'll okay, save we'll, that we'll, we'll, we'll save happens. it until we get there. So anyway, um, Constantine is back at the apartment now that the priest is dead because they don't know he's dead yet, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go check and see if your sister's in hell." Uh, oh, you got a cat sweet she's like oh is that good he's like yeah because cats are the fucking devil so i can actually just communicate I can yeah, communicate half in, half out, your yeah. cats through your cat's eyeballs i need you to close this door and the second that you do immediately open it right back up because you hear something what like i don't it's like how did you leave this room cool you close the door for half a second I heard this man cough slightly and you're like, what's going on yeah that that help? is that is an interesting uh moment here and i i found myself noticing that as well is that like yeah, he's saying, you know, it's it's probably going to be a weird thing he's doing. Like, you have to think, like, okay, he's sitting on a chair. He's got his feet in a pot of water. He's hold, he's he's has a death grip on my cat's face. Um, there's it's there is going to be a commotion. Like, there will be a, yeah. y- yes, there 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 will be a commotion of some sort. And the moment that there's any sound, ah, what's that? Like, she doesn't actually even shut the door. No. Because all it does is it, it, the the latch touches the door and then that's it. That's that's. But uh, you know whatever. It, it how do you feel about be. how do you feel about the super two thousand CG hellscape that we get? I it feels authentic to me in a way, and that, that's like the thing about like all of these effects is like nothing in this bothers me because it feels right for what I'm watching. Like it feels like this is the level that I if it was like too good or any worse, it wouldn't work. But like this level. Oh, oh, Colin, you're you're on mute. That's the first time I've done this on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You've ruined everything. I'm never gonna be invited back. Oh my god. I'm gonna drop myself. Um (laughs) just kidding. Um I Rachel Vice has to do that later. It was a cure. Yeah, because I got to go see Constantine. Um, What would you have wanted it to be instead, Thomas? Just out of curiosity. I would have wanted it to be less modern day Los Angeles. Does that make sense? I don't need you to show me the 405 freeway. I need you to show me what hell looks like. I don't give me this. Oh, hell is just a different plane of Earth, and it exists exactly as it exists here. But you just started a different place. You, you wanted like a? You, did you want like a metaphor? You wanted like it was it was like a, an office building or like a grocery store or or like uh, yeah, you want Inferno or yeah. or if you could have given me like yeah, like Dante some kind Inferno of a cosmic or, horror type thing. Yes, it has yeah. to be, be oh, like full on wild, but I yeah. need to be a different locale. Does that make sense? Like, I, I need to be like I a, a cavern or something I, that's not. Yeah. I fully understand. Yes, I, I fully get where you're coming from. The reason this works for me is it feels very in line with kind of this movies and this world's take on the supernatural is that yes it's supernatural it's fucking it's angels it's demons it's all this crazy shit there there there's little tchotchkes and and who's it's and what's it's galore that do, <laughs> that do wild stuff um and simultaneously it feels very grounded in reality like it's just like folks walking around you know the devil's just wearing a weird suit like it, it's it's it, it feels like if that feels in line with that, I feel like for me, and this is purely subjective, it would feel somewhat jarring 
to have like 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 it feels in line with that so it would feel somewhat jarring for me if it was just like completely removed and like kind of this this whole other thing it would have worked i'm sure in a way and i only say that as someone who has seen this version if i if i watch it that way who knows maybe i would have liked it more but it makes sense to me the choices that they're making here i guess the main issue go ahead Oh, the main issue is that there's a sky. I guess, like, I don't really care about the any of the landscape, but I don't feel like in hell there should be a sky with clouds or a ceiling, like, with light. Like, that's just, that's where my issue is. There should have been a, a roof over the top of that. Execution. And it should have been the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because that's what I was going to say, too. I think it's less about the concept not working. I think, I think it's totally sound because if you didn't know, as I draw my attention with drippies um, every five minutes... I am in a tub. In a tub, you're kind of, well, you're you're between two. Uh, <laughs> the wet room and the dry room. Yeah. You're yeah. So and and you can see yourself. There's reflections. I think the whole and we come to everything comes to a head in a bathtub later. And I think there's this reversal. It starts with a mirror. That's it's literally they they want this world to be just on the other side. Yeah. And I so I think the concept is great. I think that you are right though thomas it is in the execution because they just and i don't know if this was budgetary i don't know how much money they had to spend but or if it was an effects barrier maybe they didn't have the cg at the time but there was another level of what if the ceiling was yeah exactly what if you couldn't see it what if it was imperceptible like yeah. you know <laughs> the sky is comforting it's real it feels real but in this alternate world maybe it's this expanse like you're saying of weird arms or swirly gigs like you're right there's just like an if you, i think somebody could actually go back into this movie and make it better with a with yeah. computer it's just like to me when i look at this i don't like memo and peter stormare i don't feel exists in this planescape of hell that's the thing like you see that scene where like memma is walking around in hell yeah. and everybody's cowering him I, that doesn't feel real or grounded or like that's not the hellscape it, they I, would be. I agree with that i i do agree with that and like this is this isn't so th this is the one character issue i have throughout the entire movie i do not like the character design of memo i i i, I feel like it's like i get it he's like a weird nasty demon but like it feels very kind of like blank like it, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't it doesn't feel intriguing in any way you're and telling me every single being that exists in this movie looks like Javin Hansu or Balthazar or well, Tilda Swinton and or yeah. Peter Stamare and yeah. Memot looks like a fucking well dead on baby. our plane right isn't that the perfect like, that's only that's yes Okay, that's like, fair. That's fair. But if that was the case, then how come Constantine and everybody else? Okay, because they're humans. That's why they keep yeah, performing yeah, yeah, the other yeah. planes. Okay, I answered my own question. That's fine. Yeah, I can accept that. That's reasonable. I don't and, and I'm like sure, it. Yeah, but I can accept it. I'm sure that you know Lou also looks that way in in you know the hit there upside down there. But yeah, it essentially it just be, looks like one of the soldier demons with a whole head. Yes, uh, yeah. it, it would have been I cooler had it been. Yeah. Um, that I got we got to see some angels or something as well in their forms like yeah. in a reflection or something if that would have been better in my yeah. opinion to give it more credence but uh yeah so basically yeah Rachel Weiss walks back in and you know Keanu Reeves is smoldering literally mm -hmm. and she's like oh my god what happened <laughs> like I, what I didn't see you pick up any dry ice on the way over here but then you know Keanu Reeves is like all right girl I gotta explain everything to you we Give gotta get the cakes. move on 
Like, let's go get some food and I'm going to talk to you about everything. And I just want to point out this man, God bless you, Keanu. You're actually eating in this scene. That man probably had to eat 40 or 50 pancakes sitting there trying to make this scene happen. You don't get to like uh, hey. eat and then be like, all right, I'm, I only ate that one take. I'm full, guys. Like, thank you. No, yeah. <laughs> keep going every time. But in this, I find it important because he's like, I would like to point out this is where my, my biggest issue with uh, Constantine and his characterization within this film is in this next sequence because him and Rachel Vice go back to Isabel's uh psych ward room or whatever to figure out some stuff and he's just like okay so you do Isabel y'all were twins y'all like clearly you know a secret like something you gotta know something she was leaving it for you and Richard Weiss is like no I don't I don't know and Keanu Reeves who deals with this stuff on a regular basis his thought and process is like no let me like grab you and like emotionally abuse you and like scream at you and like get all up in your shit and like till you freak out and then it's just gonna come to you immediately if that is, that's not it's not good writing. That's not yeah, a good message to send. <laughs> I, I like I understand like I can understand, I think, what like what he's trying to do there and like what this the movie is. And in a way, the fact that it's very inept feels good for the character. Like the fact that he's like not good at being like, no, sit down, think about this. Like the the fact that it's like very like 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 blunt force trauma kind of thing there, like it, it, it yeah just, unfortunately well, in truth, feels- wouldn't he just abandon her like instead of forcing wouldn't it like yeah. wouldn't the character thing that if this is a moment where we see ah oh, toxic character trait wouldn't it be because he, he's avoidant yeah that's what it seems to be he's he's always trying to go and i'm not saying hey you know what i'm not saying avoidant people are awful or anxious people i'm anxiously attached yeah. it's all fine I'm just saying he doesn't work on himself and we see it hurt other people in this regard. I think he, it would have been a better moment in the screenplay for him to go, okay, you don't want to do it. Then fuck off. Like I'm, yeah. I'm out. I think that would have been more dynamic than, than yeah. what this is, because this is like, this is again, one of those moments where like, I guess this is what happened. It doesn't really feel yeah. like it doesn't really feel like, Oh, that makes sense. It's just, there's, there's a, there's a moment with like intensity and then it's just like okay, now there's this. Um, but now also we... we 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 get in uh, in this previous scene we get you know Constantine explaining his past a little bit. Um, oh yeah, we we, we get like the whole caveat of like why you know because Constantine at this point we we've, we've seen is fully 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 dying um of intense lung oh yeah cancer. like stage um, four stage yeah. five lung cancer yeah Let's like like he has like 15 minutes left um and that he it's been referenced many times uh you know gabriel's like you're going to hell for the life you took uh that so what what con- happened with constantly is he he killed himself and he died for two minutes and then he came back and i mean he was like we could see demons and stuff before that but like and that's why this it led to this you know also, all of the things we, that that would take- do Let's take a moment. Yeah. I have one very important theological question to ask both of you. Ah. And I have one very important, stupid question to ask both of you. Okay. So the very first, the very most important, like relevant topic to ask is, do you believe that regardless of what happens, because to me, I'm like, he didn't die. Like he might have taken his life, but he was brought back. Ergo, he's fine. But like by that token, that means anybody that dies ever, regardless of what you know circumstance happens, they're 
that's where they are. So let's say that you're like, haven't been a great person, but you're 16 and you like get into a bad car crash and you die for six minutes and you come back. Like you're still destined for hell now forever. No matter what you do, like this is not, hey, there's no ability to redeem oneself or change or evolve or do any of those things. And don't give me the BS the movie tries to give me about like, well, it's because you don't truly believe and yada, yada. don't give me that. So, so my, my answer to that uh, is that one this is relying on an incredibly dogmatic view of of like afterlife faith religion in general um it's that the roman catholic church got everything right for the most part um but it, and so yeah i mean by that token you know killing yourself is a mortal sin and i think that it's the reality is that is used as a way to kind of try and scare people away from killing themselves in a very inept manner um okay. But like it, it, with, within the context of this film, like because that is the that's like the 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 world that they have set up, that these are the rules. It makes sense within that. All, it, it, like it, both things make sense. It makes sense that it's like fucking like what this this seems whack. And it makes sense that that is, of course, how it is. Like it it it, it tracks for me. And I also think it's bullshit if that. OK. Sense. And here, Colin, do you agree with that statement? Do you disagree? Do you have a different opinion? I do agree. I think that ultimately, but but I went to Our Lady of Guadalupe in San Antonio, and so uh, our whole thing was if you ask for forgiveness, you're fine. So you know, it, yeah. which is bizarre in its own way. Like yeah. you can just kill someone, and then but but I think there's it. But then they go into like, well, it's not about. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, the the whole purpose is like okay, you atone for your sins, but it always felt like if there was a, a a way to atone, it always felt like there was a way to kind of get to the mm -hmm. other side because it always just every day, they're they're uh, promising the promised land. The, the elevator yeah. pitch is, yeah. hey, if yeah. you believe, you can get there. So it did kind of conflict yeah. with what I was Now, here's, here's and, my... Oh, well, just, so I, I do think that it also, like, so this is... It's not necessarily that like, okay, because you did this, that's it. Rap. Like Gabriel's like, no, you're not fucking doing like you have things that you are choosing not to do. Like you are choosing not yeah. to like authentically, like Colin was saying, like you're choosing to not like authentically be like, hey, I did this thing. I'm asking for forgiveness, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like I, I'm trying to live my life in this way. It's all still like he he has is not he's just like oh well, you know sorry like fucking like yeah. i don't know what you want me to do um, and also gabriel is a sociopath oh in yeah this fully, fully, fully so it doesn't yeah. matter what they say um yeah. just to be clear gabriel's a sociopath in all continuities also i'd like to point out that um <laughs> i agree with what you're saying you're, you're the point you're making us hold a little bit more resonance kel in the sense that like constantine is still blaming god for giving him the sight for yeah. making him kill himself instead of owning up that he chose to kill himself regardless of, yeah you know kind of thing and it's, it's, it's also why that like there's like weight to the ending because it's like there has been it's not just that like oh i did this th i found this weird little loophole that there has you see that there has been change here there has yeah. been like he there is reform that has happened regardless of any of the the views that that exist and and like like what 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 is morally right in in reality and what is just dogma that he has like decided like i am changing the way that i'm living i am i'm i am changing what i'm about in some ways that there is you know that that it's a, a core tenet is yeah again he's kind of a huge piece of shit 
And yeah. like, okay. Yeah. And my second thing I wanted to bring up that's stupid and irrelevant, but bugs me is uh, I, I get it. Trust me. Look, I, you wanted this movie to be PG-13 and some sacrifices had to be made. And one of those sacrifices is telling blatant lies about the tobacco industry. Look, we all know big tobacco is a piece of shit and the worst thing in the world. And then nobody needs to help them out in any fucking way possible. But to sit there and try to say that smoking 30 cigarettes a day is why this man has terrible cancer is misleading. Now, smoking 30 cigarettes a day, will that give you a very high chance of getting cancer? Absolutely. Let's not kid ourselves. You're going to be much more likely to get it than not get it. But they're saying... Constantine, the reason why you have this and you're dying and all these things is, no, um, I'm pretty sure that that's not true. When he got the cancer, the doctor said, hey, man, um, we can do surgery. We can do chemo. You can stop smoking. All these things. Think about when he goes to the sequence, when he visits the doctor and she's looking at these fucking giant tumors in his lungs. And she's like, yeah, bro, we're beyond anything that we had talked about previously about fixing your situation or changing any of these things like that. So, no, Constantine literally got sick or got a problem and then chose to do absolutely nothing to fix it or improve it in any way she performed. Stop making lies about how like, I, oh, yeah. And also I, people smoke, saying that Constantine smokes 30 cigarettes a day, that's a pack and a half. There are hundreds of thousands of Americans that smoke more than a pack in a day, like more than a pack and a half a day. Like there are two packs. Sean Penn smoked four packs a day for 40 years, quit smoking, never got cancer. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that like, you can be Sean Penn and not get cancer. I'm I'm just saying that like to suggest that 30 cigarettes a day is like a drastic amount to somebody who smokes cigarettes is like telling somebody who's an alcoholic that drinking two and a half beers is the reason why you have cirrhosis and your liver is failing. And they'd be like, go fuck yourself. I have 17 beers a day and I'm fine. Like oh okay. So a couple things. One, one of us smokes on this podcast, you'll never guess who. Two, um <laughs> uh like, I, yeah, yes, to an extent, like, both things are true. But uh, yeah, hold, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pump those brakes, big guy. Like, have a smoke. Yeah, yeah have, have a, a smoke. smoke. Take it easy. Like, like, Look, was I attacked during this movie? Can you tell? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can I feel you were deeply triggered here. Um, both, both things are fucking true. Yes, you know, he, 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 he likely had no interest in really doing anything about it. And look, I smoked at one point, like, like, I'll, yes, you can smoke more than a pack and a half of a day. It's not the most, if you're smoking a pack and a half of cigarettes in a day, it is bad. It's, it's well, I like, agree. that's like, Hey bud, maybe it's time to talk about something like that's, that's like, that's bad. <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. But I'm saying Constantine is supposed to be known as like the chainiest of chain smokers like yeah. this motherfucker like saying third that is not that is inaccurate constantine should be going through like a carton a day this motherfucker's just smoking like six packs of cigarettes a day well there is also so to an extent i mean a couple of things there one i think that there is I, literally every single time this man is on screen he's smoking and yeah, I agree. Which I, is what it, makes me think. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. If they'll know how cigarettes work, but then that really well, to more than. I guess not. Day. He's not. He doesn't seem like to be a chain smoker, though, to be honest, because he smokes and then he moves on. He's not like consistently. He's not doing a Mel Gibson. You know, he he's just like he's having a cigarette. He's doing a thing, and then he'll have another cigarette the time when he goes into another room. Um, mm -hmm. But it, it's this is also you have to remember this was made in the early aughts. Now. A really the the uh, the time for hey we've all decided that smoking isn't cool was their early aughts. You had things like the Pink Lung Award. You had all these things where like I feel like there is like 
that being like a tenant of this movie like that being a thing of like and then constantine stopped smoking like it it feels very of the air i mean again remember when they're making fucking lord of the rings they shot a whole bunch of scenes where where gandalf had stopped smoking because it wasn't good for him and he had taken up sucking on toffees and so there's a bunch of scenes somewhere of ian mckellen just being like so um frodo you have to go to Mordor and like Stupid. that it, and See, they realize like, I mean. this fucking sucks like <laughs> also I'm like I would like to point out like to me it, it's just silly one also how in the fucking world are you get like I get it oh you know when this was like a real big thing when they were like yeah. hey we could, smoking's really terrible for you and like we just won all these court cases against big tobacco so we could finally tell you that truth.com's ads were all over the place yeah, yeah it's the early 2000s and my thought is okay so then how do you get a movie where a man is smoking nonstop, looking cool being like as you say the coolest motherfucker since Miles Davis and you're like oh it's PG-13 whoa also um I'm just going to tie this one cutaway into this rant about cigarette smoking and stuff is I don't think that that's a fair trade. They're like, okay, well, Constantine has to smoke the whole time, so let's make sure to definitely say that the only reason why he is dying is because of the smoking cigarettes. And also, we have to, on screen, for at least five seconds, have the Surgeon General's warning displayed. Yeah, like, just that, so that way people know for I, a fact. I, well, I mean, it, it's like, it's very much like, it's a couple of things like in, in a way it's like backdoor effective um that like you're showing like yes john constantine especially in like a very early 2000s like heroin chic manner is like the coolest dude on the planet um and being that dude is literally killing him like i feel like that that's like an interesting kind of like that, that's that's like a can i ask a, you a question in the history of time has the coolest motherfucker that existed on the planet at any moment in time ever died of old age i think bob ross did bob ross is not the coolest motherfucker of all time because bob ross was alive when miles davis was alive so bob ross is automatically at least number two so well, of I don't think that I don't think that it needs to be contemporary. I think that that there can be. It's not like be like, oh shit, like you know, Prince is still alive, so we can't fucking do. But that's that's my point, though. Look, like, look, you got Miles Davis, Jimi Hendrix, Prince, Jason Momoa is still alive. So like, I'm you know like. I'm just saying, like, you gotta wait. Like, I don't know. Like, it's Jason Momoa kind of feels like is to me, Jason like, maybe Momoa the coolest... the coolest motherfucker on the planet? He right feels now? like currently he might be. I mean, if he you wanna like, put somebody else like forward, I'll hang. take it. He feels like a good hang. I don't know that we have currently a good candidate for coolest motherfucker on the planet. That means that somebody that's not American, well, right? Or but it's, it's also that's that, like, means. that, like, you don't, that's not how that works. Like, when Prince first started doing his shit and for a while, it was like, this guy's weird. Like like in his first uh, his first tour when he went on tour with uh, I believe it was the Rolling Stones uh, every single time he'd go out on stage people were like fuck this dude absolutely not get out of here um, yeah people like, thought it, that about Little Richard they thought right, that about Miles right. Davis my my life, point but... being like I don't know that like we I don't know that you always know I think that you in retrospect 
have more of a sense of who the coolest motherfucker is on, on the planet. Like at like, like if you were like the early 2000s or the 90s, like I don't know that it's necessarily like a thing where you're like right now at this moment, this person can, like like no. I think you, that time is a necessary element to that. So I think that, that maybe in 10, 15 years, you and I can revisit this conversation and might we might have more to say about it. But, that is fair. But I will just say that the record, let's say. Let's say Bob Ross will qualify. Let's give Bob. Let's I, give Ross I actually at least don't. I years. don't know that Bob Ross died. Did die from old age? I have to. But I have to say that for. I'm just saying, like, well, I'm just granted, like anybody, like seventy plus. I don't care if you die from cancer oh. or a heart attack. If you're seventy plus, I'm gonna say it's old age. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna. But either way, I just think it's misleading. It's like I, I'm all for like telling children, hey, you don't need to smoke. You shouldn't smoke. Smoking is not ideal but i also don't want you giving oh, talking points see yeah so i would like to point out though like this this is all i'm i'm saying is i don't want this movie treating the talking points about smoking and stuff like politics i don't need you giving these people bullshit false logic and topics and information that are absolutely not true for them to come spew at me when I'm smoking outside of the mall. Yeah, this I don't is, need, I don't need that's you to come Gabriel with saying that. Yeah, this is, I, I, I want to take a moment and step outside the bit and say this is fascinating. Um, <laughs> like, like, the, I've just is, been, hey, I've been, I went through hell yeah, and back, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I dropped you, off the pod for a second. Yeah, so Col, Colin, you, you pushed Colin into another room. It was <laughs> he, great. I, I, yeah. I, I, don't ever say I don't bring anything to the table. You know, when you yeah, everybody's yeah, like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, you don't, you don't understand how yeah. deeply and passionately yeah. I care about that, something that lasts less yeah. than five seconds in this movie. Yeah, we, like, we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're next, <laughs> next week on the pod. Thank the, you for smoking. The only, the only clinical information we get about the cigarettes, and this was my response to it, is from a nice lady doctor who says, hey, you know, that's not a good idea when he starts to smoke and one could rationalize that in that moment, given his current condition, that's not a good idea. A lot of things aren't a good idea, but in that moment, it's not a good idea. Gabriel is like that judgy McJudgerson from the church that will say, you smoke, you go to, you have sex, you, you know, she's the coach from Mean Girls, you have sex, you'll die. Like she's in that realm of absolutes. And so she would say, yeah, you're going to go to hell because you smoked and and you're going to die soon because yeah. you smoked. And guess what? You're fucked. Like that's Gabriel. So I don't think yeah. she's an authority on it at all. I don't and think the messaging also, is like... No, and also, no one that. gives a shit through, else throughout the entire. There's not a single person who comes. Again, this man walks through a hospital smoking a cigarette and Thank no you. one even bats Also, this, so look, I yeah. would, this is one thing for me uh, as a smoker, I would like to say that uh-huh. is the least realistic part of this completely made up movie. Not a single person makes a stink face to him or like takes a step to the left when the in the in the library, in an apartment complex, in a psych ward, in a hotel, in a church, smoking the entire time. Rachel Vice walks out of the church. He's starts smoking a cigarette in the rain, which is not a helpful thing for smoke. And she's not even like like everybody's like, oh I was like, this man would reek, like absolutely reek like an ashtray. And nobody is like, ugh. Yeah. That's also I was like, come on, guys, let's be like nobody well, smokes that much. The movie Indeed. really should have taken place in the forties. I mean, that like if we're thinking about what would be a really great location, you know, we're we're talking the bogeys of the situation. Like I mean, that's honestly who needs to I'll play this role. Take, I'll even take the seventies or the eighties, like if we're going to be honest with ourselves, because yeah, that would still be sure. more realistic too. But 
I think we can move off of the subject of smoking. Listen, children, uh, <laughs> no, on the so much talk about it. Talk longer about. Okay, it's fine. Anyway, Let's move. We're I, moving on. I, we're moving on. Before we fashion are... in the movie. Nothing else. We're, yeah, we're moving on. But I want to point out, just at the end of the day, Uncle Thomas says, "Do as I say, not as I do." Smoking is wrong. Don't ever smoke cigarettes. Don't ever pick up smoking cigarettes. If somebody offers you a cigarette, slap mm-hmm. them in the face, open handed. Yep. Let's not go to jail yep. and tell them no. Yeah, because I, it's not good I, for you. I told Thomas not to start smoking cigarettes when he started smoking cigarettes, and he didn't listen to me. All right. Well, there's a thing about teenagers. Answers. They don't. Yeah. Teenagers don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we were not teenagers. We were in our twenties. What are you talking about, teenagers? Wait, no, no, no. We were no. definitely we 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 were already I, going to on, bars. We were on, in our twenties. I was. I agree that that's when i started smoking cigarettes regularly yeah but i had smoked cigarettes prior to in a drinking scenario since i was in high school and you should say no in all situations because if you drink alcohol and you smoke a cigarette for the rest of your life when you drink alcohol you're going to want to smoke a cigarette no just going to let you know that secret so don't do that i i once in a bloom we're getting off this topic after i finish the statement i want to (laughs) say yeah i once in a blue moon will have a cigarette like if I'm like in a situation, if I'm like at a thing, like well, I don't drink anymore. But when I did, and like that's fine. Like if you have like a cigarette every like six months, fucking go nuts, man. Do that. D- do that. I don't care. Like you'll be fine. But anyways, moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so we've moved on past this. So <laughs> fucking crazy. Okay, so now we've gotten to the point where Rachel Vice has gotten the phone call. That she has to go see Hennessy and constant counts. And all the other cops are like, it's just like if you so if you want to know where movies rip things off from, guys, if you saw Robert Pattinson's The Batman and you wondered when he like walks in with Jeffrey Wright and they're all like, the fuck is this guy doing here? And they're all like, oh, he's with me. He's cool. If you watch Constantine, you'll see this scene where Rachel Vice comes into the like Hennessy crime scene and all the other cops are like, what the fuck is John Constantine doing here? And she's like, hold on, guys. It's okay. He's with me. And that's where they ripped this off from. So in case anybody ever wondered, like, no, this did not come from the 40s or, you know, the 60s or noirs from back in the day. This is absolutely where this originated from. But either way, um, Constantine... since when do cops allow people to tamper with like crime scenes and stuff? Like, oh hey man, let me just like move this body over and like take this ice and like get a. It's like what the fuck are you actually doing? Fair well, hand. She can do it because she's she's a police. She, but but yeah. she wasn't. Constantine was doing it. That's my mm. point. And also barehanded, barehanded. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not. So I mean, movie, not... it would have been like okay, we get that he's with you, but like you handle the body, like and here's these gloves. Like, also, can I ask you? who thought this was a murder? They're investigating this murder police. And I'm like, this man ran into a convenience store and said the same eye just drowned himself in alcohol immediately. You should just be calling somebody to come pick this body up. Why do we have like chalk outlines and like we're doing a whole murder Well, how aware are they of the supernatural element? Because I don't think any of them are, honestly. Like that's not, because to me, Rachel Weisz, Angie is like, woken up in the very next scene and none of the other cops allude to that but i guess it's not wrong to presume that there could be angels or demons I'm, working I mean, within the police department in this world. literally fights a demon on the highway in traffic at one point 
that's yeah. made out of crabs and bugs. Like, but I mean, they don't do a good job of making it clear about what I, I think. I think that's a flaw because yeah. we should know exactly how the general public relate to angels and demons. And I don't think we do. So. I, I mean, I get the sense that they that they don't like the, the based upon Rachel Weiss's like uh, kind of like, no, this is what the fuck are you talking about? Like, are you in crack um, that right. they're that the general public doesn't. But I would argue that it's like insane that they don't based upon mm-hmm. like the things that are happening around them. But yeah. And well, y'all brought up an interesting like what who's to say? I think one of you said maybe there are some on the police force. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we see more than just Balthazar and Gabriel. We see tons, like, in Papa yeah, Midnight's all place, place, all that yeah. stuff. So they have to have jobs, and you would presume that they would be jobs of influence or importance that make a difference. You know what I mean? Like, so... Literally the Guardians. Exactly. So that, that would make some sense. Somebody, in, presumably, in this world would have knowledge, so maybe that's why they know, or you know, something's going on. But either way, yeah. the only important thing is, so they're like, okay, we got the symbol. So Constantine's like, hey... Uh, I've already killed one of my friends. I gotta make sure all the rest of them die. So let me call Beeman up and be like, hey man, I really need you to look up Corinthians uh, book 17, uh, chapter 1 and tell in, me what in that's the nasty book. In, Even the big in, sticky nasty book? In, yeah. in the one that like leaks blood and oil like constantly, that one, the one you like wrap in butcher paper, I need you to open that book up and tell me what that says. And Beeman's like, um, no thank you, but he does it anyway because you know, he doesn't care about his life. He doesn't have actual motivations of his own, like a real human being. And he's like, all right, let me read this to you. And then also, you are Beeman. You live in this world. You have all this knowledge about what goes on in this world. And the second something weird starts happening, you're not like, hey, John, fuck off. I'm getting off this phone call. I'm leaving. You can eat well, a dick, I mean, and I will see you later. To like, be fair, to his credit, what's he going to do? Like, if you're Beeman, and you're like, a literal demon has decided... Beeman's demons are here, and you know we we've decided that that now's your time. That's it, bud. Like, there's not. Okay, I don't find strike me as would, a particularly fast man. Like, I it, would then <laughs> change my tactics and stop speaking in cryptic bullshit and saying things like, "Hey, uh, John, John, you know, I know you never had much belief or in faith. You know, you never needed it. Well, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't believe in you." I would be like, hey, John, I'm pretty sure somebody's here to kill me. You need to hurry the fuck up and avenge my death and then hang up the phone. Well, I, this right, like, right, but also, that was all communicated. It was not. Also, it, I would like to point out. storytelling. No, because it, environment, yeah, he was like, John was like, that just has some real weird stuff. We need to hurry up. He, he up. Yeah, he goes, however, he, he literally however, does that. He literally Why goes... would you hang up the phone? <laughs> you can't stay on the phone with John to be like, um, Oh, it's Balthazar. Balthazar yeah. just came in. Bal- it's Balthazar. 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 I mean, that's you, that's you heard me right, John. It's Balthazar. Fair. And then um, hang up the phone. But what? What? How do you feel about thing, the? What? Other, the... So so yes, the implication that there is a printing press somewhere <laughs> in hell and like a, a a leather tanning facility and like like you can get ink. And like that there that there is somebody who does stitching and binding and like that this is like a a like there is there is there is industry that's happening there. Yeah. Um yes, yes. it's it's nasty and sticky and, and goopy, but like you know, there's somebody who like was like, Oh no, okay, uh, uh no, you, you had a typo here, Frank. Hey Frank, uh I don't wanna have to tell you this again, but um you gotta stop. You gotta stop with your with your <laughs> with your indexing. This is not your your your, t- your typespacing is all over the place. <laughs> but 
Yeah, but how do you feel about the premonition? It's basically the premise is Memon yeah. can come through. Yes. Needs to find a powerful psychic. Mm. And like, oh, that's Isabel. Because we don't know how movies work. This is the first movie any of us ever seen, so we aren't going to figure that out. Then it's like, all right, we need, Memon needs a powerful psychic. The spear. Spear of Destiny, that? baby. Spear of Ori Calcos or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah the spear yeah. of Ori Calcos. Yeah. The spear of Sephiroth. And then. Spear of Exodia. From <laughs> that, they need divine intervention from God. So it sounds like a foolproof, never going to happen, obviously. But, yeah. like, you know, because, like I said, it's the first movie we've ever seen. So that sounds pretty foolproof. Yeah. So, you know, you're never going to find the way around that yeah and we we yeah. love we love like an ancient kind of prophecy written in like like biblical high text like like that's that's that is that's it that's that, that also, is also can i ask just a minor question hmm. that to me would make more sense why in the fuck do you think like i would presume that constantine and beeman will both have every fucking verse from the bible and hell memorized what are we talking? You know, there's a Bible from hell. Why did you not memorize every passage of that? Like people have already like memorized the regular Bible. If you knew angels and demons and gods and all that stuff was real, would you not be like, yo, I need to memorize like the Book of Eli, like knowledge? I, I feel like I feel like it hasn't come up literally ever before. Like it feels like it's it's like not a thing that has ever been an issue. Like, hey, you know the like, is it's not like. It's not like that, like, oh, here's the here's the the here's the big nasty book. And like we'll look at this again. It's like, oh, I gotta get that thing out. It's all oh, it's all gross and sticky. Like it it doesn't it oddly enough, because you would think that this would have because again, that this is this is a world that has taken the Bible as literal truth, I suppose. Um, that you would imagine that the 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 bible of hell is also literal truth Truth, yeah um but i don't know but i think that there's there's we have to go back again to character and i think this is about execution not concept because Mm. keanu reeves's character i mean i don't want to say constantine because i don't know what iteration people are in the movie constantine is very negligent He's only he barely he's the guy who barely shows up to do his job. Yeah, he's naturally skilled and he has, you know, this and that like advantageous trait that makes him a decent enough exorcist. But he's not the best. He's specifically not the best. So he wouldn't know. And there's no other character surrounding him that either knows and would tell him or would know and not tell him. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what makes him interesting. Like the Jamon Houston character, he probably knows. Yeah, Gabriel sure. probably knows. Neither yeah. of them have the interest in telling him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're not going Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Anyway, the memo storyline, we'll get into more issues I have with this as we yeah. get to that. So, because of this, though, and they, you know, pedal to the metal, let's go save, you know, Beeman. Ah, oh, damn it. We couldn't save Beeman. He's been infested from the inside out like it's the mist and he's yeah. just like oh he's turning into a bee man yeah and uh i don't remember if at this point i think so i think it's i they come back correct they come back to the bowling alley in a second or is this the seat yes I, they I do think- they do come back after after uh 
Rachel Vice gets her her whole okay. Thank thing you. That's going. What I was, I was yeah. like trying to make sure. So I, I was like, come back. Yeah. So then they, they do all this stuff. They're like, oh damn, this this stinks. Let's go. Rachel Vice is like, hey homie, you're gonna give me my superpowers. I'm fucking sick of this bullshit. Like, I suppressed my powers for ever as a child, and I need them to be reawoken. And so he's like, hey, have you ever drowned before? Would you like to? And I don't understand why Constantine doesn't explain the full like length of this ordeal. Like, okay, so I'm gonna get under this water. Yeah, for how long? How long as it takes? Take a deep breath. So like, hey man, um also she would have broken free of this hold. This man's just like simply like holding her down by the chest and she's like yeah full on drowning so she's like shaking and trying to everything she can with all of her power also, to get free the fact so so two things with this scene um the beginning when she's like is, is this fine or do i need to take the rest of my clothes off and that like long like i'm thinking thing long pause. i was like you know, if this if if this was not thirty seconds, this you could have made the argument that this is somehow cute. This this feels different now. Um, Thank but, you, and also yeah. uh, but, I but, agree with you, and I it, I'm glad that the answer was the answer, but I felt like Keanu. I'm gonna say something really controversial to a set, but like it felt real like the producer talking and not Keanu Reeves or John Constantine talking. It was like, do I need to take my clothes off for this part? And it was like. I'm thinking. Do we want her to take her clothes off for this part? Yeah, like that was that was a thing in the back. Like, nah, PG thirteen. Also, like, that's, what, that's what I felt like. That she keeps her shoes and socks. What is on. up with everybody like, keeping their shoes and why, socks on in the bathtub? Like, there's no what benefit could you possibly like? You shoes take so long to dry. Like what? What possible benefit? Be like, oh, I got. I don't want to. I don't want to stub. The my one thing I took off for yeah. my stint, yeah, which didn't pay off because I wanted to drain the tub at this moment or pretend like I. When we started talking about the tub, I wanted to submerge. It didn't work. Yeah. But I took only my shoes off. Yeah. Everything yeah. else remained on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Shoes you you I believe in this moment yeah. that along with all the smoking stuff. Um, the most unrealistic part of this movie is that she did not take her fucking also, shoes off. Yeah. Mama, you would have taken your shoes off. It's, that is the also, first thing you would have taken off. She's yes. in her home, correct? Yeah. Like she's in her home. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this in her bathtub. Because her cat's her, there. She could have put her swimsuit on. She could have literally been like, oh, I'm going to get in this water. Okay, let me get my swimsuit on. I'll be back in two minutes. Yeah. That's a better scene. Yeah, John Cosby just, just sitting just sitting in the in the, the living room for like five or ten like minutes that. and she's like looking around. She's like, all right, this is yep. no shut up. I know like I thought it looked cool at the time. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. I, I haven't had this one in piece. five yeah. years. <laughs> I really tight around my breasts because I I was a different size than yeah, I live in yeah, Rachel Vice. Wait. So yeah. here's here's my question. Here's my question. So Rachel Vice, I guess the rule in this is if like anything remotely divine leads to your death and you're not Hennessy or Beeman, then you get superpowers because it's like the second that she officially drowns and dies is when like the water explodes and she becomes a superhero. I don't understand how this works. Like I'm trying to ask you, does she go to hell and come back because she's smoking? She still has the same effect Keanu did when he went to hell and back, but I don't why can we see Rachel Vice in I, hell? Like I that would have been that, cool. I so I, my my take on this is that she does go to hell because she does say like, oh, all those people, like all, this. and I think that it's, I actually think that it's the right choice, um, because we we got that scene 
already with uh with Con- with John. Uh-huh. And we're not going to get any new information from that. The purpose of the scene is for her to see what's going on there. Um, That's fair. That's and so fair. we're seeing the other side of that uh, uh, of that thing. Like we are seeing essentially like from her perspective, like what happened before when he was had his feet in the water, it was like that. But now yeah. we're on the other side of things. I think that it's now, a more dynamic choice. Here's the follow-up question I have for you that is relevant to this scene. So if what you're saying is true and she went to hell, do you think John Constantine specifically and purposely did not tell her what was going to happen because then it's murder and not suicide? Because if she knew and will was willing to do it, would that count in the faith as committing suicide? Ergo, you're destined for hell now. Because I don't understand how this good person gets drowned and ends up in hell well, Please explain to me why Angie went to hell. So, for, like, what that, she, something right? that she did? She didn't die. It's an. It's important to like, like that. You you can like when you drown, you don't die immediately. That's not how that works. Like it, it's she she didn't she didn't die for a few minutes, and that's why she went to hell. I think there's just like some kind of fucking other esoteric bullshit that's happening here where where they're doing stuff. But like, she she that that's it's not the same thing. She went to the train station and saw like a dead right. little dead baby Voldemort underneath the bench and then yes. came back. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. That seems feasible, but not explained. I but I think Colin also nailed it earlier. It's like there's a if a, one or two lines of dialogue could add a lot of context to the world building. Yeah. That is just not quite there. And that's what I would was hoping for. Like, because from everything they suggest is that she would go to hell, but nothing they show or depict would lead you to believe this character would be in hell. And so I don't, I don't know. But either way, it's a a bit ambitious for a two hour movie. I do think that Constantine's world is better suited in the form that it took in the film for a television show, because you can have a whole whole series of episodes just about what this transition is. You know, I think if you want to do the style of this movie in the stretch of two hours, you really need to simplify things like this is just so fucking complicated. You're going to like it. Apparently did. You're going to lose people a lot in the transition because That's it's true. too much exposition. I think, you know, That's fair. And even, even the best characters in the movie, the Gabriels of it all, Jamon Houston, like even they are exposition, exposition dumpsters. They're just such good actors that, that they, they inject a lot of character yeah. choices into their scenes. It's not the writing. It's, it's, it's not yeah. the writing. Yeah. So this is, this is, where we get to the, where I would say that this is when the movie picks up. I know that it seems like we've talked about the entire movie, and we have. We, we have, but, it's because uh, we took 20 minutes to talk about cigarettes. <laughs> no, we took 20 minutes to talk about the false depiction of cigarettes right, in media. Right, right, I'm sorry, was, I'm uh, sorry. You know, bringing down our I, society. I'll, hey, I'll die right here. Thank you. And so, I already died, you're talking to my ghost. I was yeah, in the bathtub yes. with Scar. Yep. I saw it happen. And Scar said, I'm the king now. Long live Mufasa. Oh, that's a that's a different version of Constantine. Fucking Jeremy Irons as Constantine. Oh God, Jesus! It would work. Uh, and so, yeah. let's jump into it. So that basically, this one Constantine's like, "Hey, um, Hennessy's dead. Here's this bulletproof vest. Let's go fuck Balthazar's entire day up because I am sick of wasting time. We need to get to the end of this movie. So." Here's my so you know, Constantine's like, hey, 
Um, you need to stay the fuck here because clearly they're after you and you have the site now and all this, that, and the other. And Rachel Vice is like, I'm a cop. But Constantine goes inside first. We can deal with that in a moment because this is the thing that bugs the absolute fuck out of me. How, like, explain to me, please. I want to know how physics work in your brain because how do you put a necklace around a person's neck? It is on their head now. And they take a jacket, not a hoodie, not a pullover, no, a regular-ass blazer off of their shoulders and place it down, and the necklace is now around the shoulder pads of the shirt. Even if it happens that way, how did you put that necklace through your neck? Because you never at one point took it over your head. Like, how did that come off of you? It catches on cloth. But but how did, but, but it's a loop. But he tied it. Like, he put the oh. thing together. Yeah. Oh, okay, then I don't know. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah. damn. I'm, I'm it, it's like, like it can it can I'm catch, but it's then it's still a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I, damn I, it. I, I, I applaud. I applaud. I applaud. We look. To, I wanted look, to. I was. I was waiting for this moment because I yeah. knew that it would drive y'all both insane for yeah. different and similar reasons. I think. Yeah. But the, I think what they're trying to do again, it's an execution. Is that. We already see one of the things I liked about the the scene on the street when the demons are in the dark is we see not just in their conversation that leads up to that little actiony moment. Um, I don't know if it's called an action moment, that moment, but even the dialogue they have while it's happening and the things that we see them do, her pulling out the gun, him saying that's really not going to help. It's less that it's that thing where if I'm going to compare myself to my partner. My partner was raised by a military father. He has a different perception of the world. He's thinking about different things in a way I just am not conditioned to think about. I think that the way they've established the uh, Angelica, that's not her name. Angela. 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 Angelina. The Angelina character. <laughs> um, she She's blocked herself off from thinking about these things in terms of how they could affect her everyday life because of her trauma with her sister in the past and seeing things and blocking, 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 blocking things. So she's not thinking consciously about it. She may have talked about it. It may be the thing that she's thinking about in certain scenes where she's talking about it. It's not that she's an idiot and going like, oh, well, you know, that doesn't matter because she's seen some shit. She's seen some stuff. At this point, she understands. Okay, so hell is real. I get it. But it's still not what she's thinking about. She still thinks her security is in, I have to get this gun. So she only doesn't take it because it's just not where her head is at. You know? That's fair. Uh, anyways, so, that was, so Balthazar is just, guess what, in a three-foot mirror. But I just want to point that out. You know, everybody wants to, they're very, they're very common. But actually, yeah. his mirror is even bigger than the one they used in the opening scene. Yes. So let's not act like a three-foot mirror is a fucking, like, wealthy luxury device. But, I'm telling you, those uh, people had it. They were just like, no, fuck you. This is my I, mirror. I don't know. I you. think that's more accurate. Just be like, yeah. I don't fuck that bitch that's over there possessed. That's not that's you said that that was 13B. I'm in 13A. That has nothing to do with yeah. anybody. Um, I think that this sequence is awesome. It's about the czar's just you know, like, oh man, look at is that a gray hair? Hey, is, is my face look a little weird? Oh, is that is that met is that melting? Is that glass? Oh my god, there's a flamethrower on my face. Like I just that was hilarious. Constant comes in, it's like, hey man, um, I'm gonna send you to heaven. I'm gonna forgive you of all your sins, even though I have absolutely no power like this beats me by the church or God or anything to even remotely make this seem like this is believable or plausible. 
even for a second. The fact that like I as a 13, well, this came out as a five. So I as a 15 year old, like thought that this was like gonna work. Like the fact that Balthazar fell for this is just ridiculous. Like you're supposed to be a yeah. demon, do better. Like, yeah, what, that, like, that felt weird. Like watching this too, I'm like, why doesn't he know this? And I mean, like, it's it's like, I mean, you could argue that it's, it's it, there's there's not a lot of reason for him to know it. Like what, when is that going to come up? Like, like when it, when is that? It's like, hey, you gotta know how salvate, how absolution works for because what? Like, yeah, I mean, in yeah. case you have no, you're yeah. a demon. That's not your thing. Yeah. You know, he's like, but yeah, I love this whole thing. They go back and forth. Balthazar finally is like, all right, fine. Here we're at the, you know, this is what we're doing. This is the secret. I've told you the truth. Leave me alone. Constantine's like, never. Uh, so Constantine kills Balthazar because you know reasons. As you know, who cares? Well, but he this, doesn't point, kill Balthazar, but he he severely fucks his entire shit up. Touche. Same yeah. difference, you know. Like puts on some like uh, yeah. cross brass knuckles and it's like, yeah. you know, just goes full coach Hines. It's always in. I just right here, your whole body's paralyzed. Like like right here. Yes. Fucking. So Constantine was doing like, bam, your whole right side is numb. Bam, your whole left leg is dead. And bam, your throat's crushed. Like, (laughs) sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. God damn it. So, uh, just bring that back to tell. And then Rachel Fly shows up and says, hey, what's up, bud? And Constantine's like, what? Why? Hey, um, hon, listen, I thought we had a full on conversation. Not. Five minutes ago. Did I not tell you to wait in the car? Oh, yeah, you did. But I am a strong, independent woman, and I don't have to listen to anything a man tells me. And he's like, oh, okay, you know what? You're right. Yeah, fair point, but fair point. Who we am are, I to argue? Everything's bad now, though. So Exactly. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm not here to argue. You have your own rights. Hey, but um, are you wearing that necklace I got you? It's like, oh, no, I left that shit in the car because fuck you. I don't need a present. You don't own me. I don't have to yeah. put anything you give me on my body. Fuck you. Oh. And then immediately it's dragged away by like Lucifer. I don't, not Lucifer. I, we know who does it, but it's in theory we don't know who does it yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because who can fly in this world currently? Um, people with wings. And so, uh, yeah, she just gets like stuck through an entire building. And I was like, hey, would you not experience pain? Now, the, the CG did a good job of showing a buffer between Rachel Vice's stunt double and the wall that as it was breaking, like you would see like yeah. a force field destroy stuff. So technically, you know that she's not the one breaking through all of this right. stuff. But even still, John Constantine runs out and then you get the whole like trailer shot of him like standing outside of a like skyscraper looking through a window like, no. How do y'all feel so far? Y'all are y'all in, I mean, enjoying that sequence? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's gravy. Uh, you know, okay. It, it, here's my question for you can, can you have something be in our world and also in a fake fantasy make-believe world because that is what we're about to get we're about to you know like in what's that movie you love with john claude where he's like a clone chasing himself and if you touch each other like you fucking like morph into a like anomaly thing and you explode what? and you die uh you know, like yes thank oh you. yeah i uh, um, fuck or like gently's the one but yeah reverse so I don't know how you can say that there's angels and demons and like all this, that, and the other, but then it's still like everything that happens or took place in our history is still there because at this point, Keanu's like, Hey, Chaz, I know you've been missing in the rest of the movie, but now it's time for you to show back up. All my other friends are dead. So we got to keep you on the back burner. Definitely going to die too. And they go to 
uh, Papa Midnight's club, and he's like, "Hey, I need, I use the chair." And finally, we're like, "Okay, cool, man." It's, at this point in the movie, we can reveal this now. So let's yeah. go ahead and bring out Old Sparky from Sing Sing, an electrical chair that murdered. I don't know, all of Murder, Inc., and ha- like a ton of other famous people in history because it's the most famous electric chair in the history of time. Uh, no. Just no. Why couldn't you just pull out an electric chair? Why does it have to be the uh, one famous one I, that exists? In I, real think life? That like, it, I, I think that it, it's, it's not, I don't know. It feels interesting to me, kind of like having these like little loop in. Like again, like with um, uh, calling back to Hellboy again, like there, there are little moments where it's like, uh kind of a, a no this thing like you know this is that thing in the in, in your in our real waking world but it's you know with a little extra spice i i'm i'm a fan because they're all pretentious and yeah. superficial and superstitious and all of them have weird like rules for everything and they place strange value upon different yeah. objects of historical significance i mean this is we are talking a battle that is um okay fought within the rules of the catholic church so okay okay, okay. can i ask you a question i mean i hear everything you're saying and i just want to say three words spear of destiny well right which yeah that's, to go fuck yourself that's, because that's, you're gonna tell me a, you can't call it the spear of launch yeah, yeah you can't call it the spear of launchness but you're gonna call it a little sparky no you should yeah. say, oh this is this is destiny's gate right here you i know mean, over Forty thousand so, souls pass through this box. You'd be like, whatever you want to make up. Yes, yes. What you're saying. Also, I think it's more interesting that they chose a real chair. I do think that it's more interesting because Plus, wouldn't he have it? Yeah. Like, he's a nightclub owner. He's yeah. he likes the nightlife. He, he he's sorry. He's I'm sorry. No, I want explain to me how any person is going to get the electric chair from Sing Sing Penitentiary. That exactly. Explain that. To Ex- me. No, exactly. That's it. You you. That's it. The whole the, the the reason that he has it, the reason why it's like, no, I have to have that one. It's that right there. How would anyone fucking get that? It's a status symbol. This is this yes. is all posture. This is this is a, this is I, not only do you think like, yes, obviously a regular electric chair would work. But for this man, fuck off. I'm going to get the most electric electric chair that I possibly can, because why wouldn't I? Have you seen my whole shit? Like, so like, like to me, it'd be like more likely that you get John Coffey's electric chair from the Green Mile. And so, like, but either right, way, right? But that uh, wasn't real. <laughs> that, neither was this movie. Anyway, I would like to say though, um, before that happens, Constantine comes in all aggressive and with attitude. You know, and Papa Midnight's like, "How dare you come into my house and yeah. try to tell me what I'm going to do?" Four hundred years, motherfucker! And Damon Hanshu just takes his fingers and just gets all up in them guts. Like, you ever wondered what it felt like? have somebody all up in your guts and have to face act look at keanu in this sequence because he yeah. is like full-on like Ooh. yeah he's he's, he's doing it i can't it's like you can't tell if he's enjoying it or in pain it's uh. it's really wonderful but uh my here's my thought i'm just gonna throw this out there i'm just gonna ask this question could papa midnight have just taken those uh tumors out and fix that stuff for him. I know. Of- I think that there's a there's a, a quite a big distance between I'm going to touch your outside and hurt you and kind of burn your shirt, and I'm going to reach inside of your body, remove the tumors inside of your lungs, then remove my hands and 
very important to stick this dismount, not leave you with gaping holes throughout your entire torso. So what I, you're telling me is Papa Midnight is not like an alpha level. He's not or Omega level. Right, right. He's uh, not like a, a a literal king demon. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, fine, yeah. fine. I mean, fine. we are talking about literal Satan. Yeah. That How that. dare you? He prefers the name Lucifer Morningstar. You Pardon call him by his yeah. first last name. Or you Big call Lou. him by Lucy. You don't yeah. ever yeah, been, call that I'm man. Sure been that is his slave name the that the white man attributed so. to him. Okay, how dare you? Um, <laughs> so, so I, oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna die. It's been almost two and a half hours that we've been talking about fucking Constantine. The movie's two hours long. It's a long movie, and we're almost at the end. So, <laughs> so Papa Midnight helps Constantine go to hell so he can. Do whatever the fuck he needs to do to get his stuff ready so he can get his stints together. Right. But he goes and figures everything out. And he's like, this is where we're going. We're going to be at the hospital where Isabel killed herself. We're going to go over there. We're going to do this stuff. Chaz is like, hey, bro, I, you thought I was doing nothing while I was hanging out in that cab waiting on you for hours on end? No, I was breathing. I'm very well knowledgeable about this stuff. We should do this, that, and the third. Everything you need to do. Hey, I'm your sidekick, bro. And John Hunt's just like, hey, man, you should, you should take that kid. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna die a hundred percent, but you just oh, take that kid sure. with you. For sure, for sure. And then I like how Tommy Johnson walks over, and the last thing he says in the movie is like, "Hey, man, you come back to my place, you see about entry. I mean, you're gonna be dead, but yeah, we'll see about getting your membership." But if you're not, dead. it's like, and then they honestly go, and edited I, out of the fucking movie, really. Yeah, then, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Hey, guys, do you think that the people that made this movie saw Blade? Is that possible? Do you think they saw it? Did they saw Blade? Because no, like Shia Buff is like, I'm gonna go infest this water filtration system with a holy cross to make yeah. the water this, holy water. This, this whole scene is very blade, like, this and is then, a very blade right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Keanu comes in and it's like, Hey, motherfuckers, you yeah. know, go to hell and lights a zippo, and then like the water comes on. And then Bridget Moynihan yeah. out of fucking nowhere. This had to be like the first thing that they were ever in, ever. One time, because like, first of one hand's led films, been in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, been in lots, and it's like is an extra who goes, holy water, ah! it's like, you're, you're like a real actress. This is a really weird place to see. It's like you're just a real actress. Like, it's like a cameo for an extra. It's so weird. It's just wild. Spe- to me. Speaking of Zippos, can we talk about how the fact that Keanu Reeves cannot fucking just use his Zippo like a normal correctly? Like, fuck, yes. like, like every time it, it doesn't feel it's one thing if it's seamless, but like every time he does it, it's like he takes a moment and is like, I'm going to open it. Cool. Ka-ka. Like it, it's it's not just like he's like, OK, here you go. Like that would be cool. It's like it feels kind of like, all right, I got to do the thing. Like it, it's this whole movie. Yeah, is Yeah. Yeah, like it's and it's 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 focus. It is like focused on so many times. It's not like just like a thing that's happening. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the thing that's happening in the scene. And it what also, if it a, what if it was his direction? Like, this is your gun. Yeah, right. Mm. I mean, oh no, I like, I I understand where you're where you're coming from, and also no, <laughs> also so, I hate it. To benefit Kel, uh. <laughs> Constantine murders all the people in this room. Yeah. Then he's like, yo, dog, I'm going to come in here and we're going to solve these problems and we're going to save everybody. There's a scene where Rachel Vice has to deal with the dude that has the spear and there's a whole right, fight sequence. It's, it's irrelevant. It's, Who cares? Nothing happens um, as a result of that. Yeah. Then, you know, Keanu thinks he's going to die and out of nowhere, Shia shows up and Chaz is like, ah, hey, man, 
We I can't believe it. we both made it out of here. Come on, dude. We gotta go. At least we really crap. Yes, yeah. Just murder. Just like just absolutely tentacle whips up and down the cross. Like, hey man, yeah. did you ever? Yeah, you know, like when you're, I don't know if anybody else does this, but like, you ever like try to like stick your hand in between things? Like, I, I call it the thigh game. But you stick your hand between like two uh, gaps, like in your friend's legs, and you just as quick as you can yeah, slap yeah. your hands back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Salmoning. Yeah, salmoning. Oh my god, Colin. Do, do, do you remember? <laughs> so, so Colin and I. So, so there is uh, many shows. Um, there was a game called where you would essentially you would salmon people, which is you'd stick their, your hand between their legs and you'd slap back and forth real fast in imitation of, I guess, a salmon. Uh, but the you would try and get people like when 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 they weren't looking. The the top level points were getting somebody on stage which happened a couple of times and you wouldn't be able to see it. Like there was a, like there, there's like a partition in front of you. And like, I remember like watching it and not knowing it was happening, but somebody would be like, Oh, and then the other person would be like, Oh, like having to just kind of like act on stage and then get off. Be like, you motherfucker, you absolute piece of shit. Um, yeah. That was a uh, God. What a time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, <laughs> so imagine that if you can, if you will put that yeah. in your mind's eye, but that's Shia up with the ceiling and the floor. And there's like definitely like a 10 foot gap. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as hard as you can. It's like, yeah. like Salmoning up and down. out this summer. Yeah. <laughs> and then Keanu runs over and it's like, oh my God, are you okay? And he's just like, no, <laughs> no I'm not. I'm really not. Yeah, I really wanted it to be like, not just did you just see me fuck? Did you not see me? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Shia's like the motherfucker. Shia looks over and breaks the fourth wall. It's like, dude, yeah. I'm acting. Stop yeah. talking to me. Yeah. I'm dead. Fucking yeah. move on. And then this he lays is my back death down. Scene. And then uh, he's like, that oh, was so cool. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. he leans up. He's like, something cool. And yeah. then he dies. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. Uh, and I felt nothing. I yeah. felt nothing. I mean, you could. There is a cut of this movie. I really do think you could edit out every single frame of Shia LaBeouf and the film would lose no meaning it just no because it, it's no because then the holy water scene makes no sense when he likes like, well, holy the, water you, in a hospital automatic yeah you you'd have to you'd have to do that one because it's that's literally the only time that anything is done that like he assists with or like that he has any agency in but like okay. his other than that the character doesn't really because oh, it's it's supposed hey. to be humanizing John and like yes the, the, it, it's yes I understand that but also doesn't like but, no and point, no man no, that's yeah. not the point of the movie we're, we're supposed yeah. he's supposed to not be that human also so there's two things shia brings to this movie the first thing i guess maybe the most important thing is the holy water scene but the other thing and probably the actual most important thing that shia buff offers to this film is teaching racial vice who the fuck john constantine is because when he walks by her in the rain she doesn't know who that dude is yeah. and he's like hey it's rick constantine John Constantine, a five four three two Lincoln Boulevard in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, there. Two seven five four. Yeah. Social Security number eight four one seven. That's like what he was. It's like he's like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm a cop. I can find you now. Yeah, yeah. Thank I can you. find you now. Thank you, Shia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You know, six yeah, feet tall, dark hair. So that he can he can help the character. That accomplishes the arc that you suggest, which is humanizing John. He opens the gates and says, "Hey, Rachel, take my part in this movie." Yeah. Literally, yeah. So, hey, man. But then he dies, and then John's like, "Oh my god, I'm going full OGB mode." 
time to show everybody what these forearm tattoos have been all about this whole entire time. Is right. like into the and like just like he's taking a shit with the same ferocity and force as like putting <laughs> just dropping a Cleveland steamer while you need to. It's into the light, I command thee. And it into the light, I command thee. And then foot on the throat, just full on kink mode. Gabriel's like, hey baby. Yeah, there's there's a lot, there's a lot of foot in this scene. And like it feels like it feels pointed. Like it, it feels like that they are like, no. You more of the foot. No. It feels like Quentin Tarantino came in for <laughs> yes, a couple days. Yes, it feels like it feels like they're like, hey Q, can you uh, you want to take the helm here? Um, it's yeah, like feet, like Tilda and Peter. It's like y'all two are about to be foot models, like you never would believe. Yeah, there's a lot of that foot. Quentin thing is so real. To bring yeah. up my vampire film one more time, like we there was one shot where we're taught we were trying to figure out some business for a cut, and when the main actor's feet were in it, he's not wearing any foot, and then. Without any emphasis on the foot, that my uh, cinematographer's like, oh, so this is the Quentin Tarantino shot. I'm like, oh my god, I guess yeah. fine. Yeah. Like it is yeah. now. It is. It's a hundred percent. It is. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so ruined it for yeah, everyone. Yeah, that's what, that's we get that. So Gabriel's like, Gabriel reveals themselves and it's like, oh, what's up, bro? You thought that me being like super creepy and weird and shady this whole time wasn't an obvious clue that I'm. I've yeah. changed the dark side. They're like me, the archangel, like seconded only maybe to Michael, uh, in terms of like rankings behind God is like the betrayer. What? Okay, yeah. I don't know if you if if you guys have you guys read a Bible? Do you know the the stories about Gabriel? I don't yeah. think that Gabriel, the justice of God, the fucking like most spiteful, like uppity, like stodgy. We must yeah. follow the rules. It, it feels. It feels like a weird heel turn. Like it, it feels, does. it feels like a a like. Well, that okay. I mean, all right. <laughs> to me, yeah. this is this would be like if Bill Gates was like secretly in charge of. He was know, secretly putting microchips. Like a, a cabal, in people. yeah, like yeah. Uh, a cabal. <laughs> not not Elon Musk or like you yeah. know Steve Jobs. Right, would right. be Like oh, I couldn't see that one coming. But Bill Gates and sad. You'd be like, really, Bill? You're the one. Yeah. Anyway, be Gabriel's like. Yeah. Gabriel's like, look, bro, name another angel you've seen in this movie. Of course it was me. How else, How the fuck else yeah. is going to happen? So uh, John's like, oh, you always were an asshole. Blah, blah, blah. Gabriel's like, who cares? I'm sick of this nonsense. Humans need to die. I'm like, yeah, every typical angel, like Joseph's angel talk, just humans are the yeah. worst. God used to love us. And then yeah, he showed up, I mean, and I'm going to fuck. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fuck your whole shit up and it's going to make you better. And like, you're welcome. Bye. Yeah, throw you so through the wall. Yeah, throw you throw you through this room so I can close this door and I can yeah. just you know make sweet love to Minimal when they they come through. But my, I guess like I'm trying to think. I guess we'll take, we'll take we'll take it this way first. So then you know Gabriel's like, all right, let me take the spear launches. I don't is the dude dead the in the water. The, how do we see oh, him fully, die? I assume fully, fully, Gabriel fully kills him. He's in the water dead, but like who kills him? Gabriel. John doesn't. John finds him dead. So like that's, that's fair. I don't know. Thank you. Anyway, I just I think that bugs me. This I, like, okay. So seen. what I think what I think happened is that it's not necessarily that anyone killed that man. It's that my mom left. That's it. That dude and that dude is okay. fully dead at this point. He has yeah. he has sustained like there is there is the only yeah. thing keeping him going is the fact that he's been sucked dry. Know, yeah. 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 Yeah, he has. Is that that he? Yeah, he got 
like in the words of Kellum, shattered by a truck. It's like yeah, a Ford yeah. F one fifty. So Gabriel's going to take the spear of destiny and stab it into Rachel Vice's chest because she's pregnant with my mom. And then time slows down. Now we'll take it outside. John Constantine's outside and he's like against the wall and he's like, oh man, there's no way I can stop this from happening. I've lost entirely. Well, I might as well kill myself. Now, obviously, there's reasons. He knows. We'll see in two seconds. But John Constantine, you know, also, uh, John, listen, maybe I shouldn't teach this lesson, but I'm going to anyway. Don't. Yeah, we, uh, you, I, I, yeah, you know, we, I'm, 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 I think. If you know what is what is incorrect about yeah, this scene, if you then, know you know, then you know what's then incorrect you know, yeah, about you, this scene. You know what's incorrect. Um, there's yeah. the, I don't feel like that there's a need to be instructive in this. In, Thank in you. This I, was, I was the only um, way that like no. the only way that I was taught. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. I was like, I can't say it that way. Just but click in the link in the description for an instructional video on drowning yourself in a tub, which I did. Thirteen reasons why. There you go. You can if you want to know. I'm just saying he chose poorly in terms of wanting to execute quickly and effectively what he wanted to execute right well so, you know movie magic. Um, so instead john is dying slowly and i don't know i mean i don't know about you but i mean i thought i think it's, it's time between gabriel and lucifer but the entrance for lucifer is just like yeah so over the top wonderful like the fact that oh, like lucifer God. is like coming like the cum is dripping off of him i you, yeah it's it's, it's black oil magma. it feels like it's oil. it's it's oil Whatever. that's like yeah but um yeah he's in a constant state of orgasm he's like yeah. and and yet he's also like incredibly calculating at the same time yeah. it's it's bizarre it's an very reptilian astonishing performance yeah, yeah. for yeah. for the all of the what Four minutes that Jeffrey's that, that Peter Stormare Peter Stormare is, on, is yeah. on. the best double. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, like, is there yeah. a better double? So good. No, I no, mean Pacino. No, but uh, you okay. know, yeah. at, in that scene in the movie with Keanu Reeves, as a matter of fact, which yeah. is funny. Yeah. But I think, you're advocating for it. Yeah. Exactly. To me, I think Peter Stormare is flawless. I wish yeah. that we could have cut yeah. more of the beginning and had more of this in the end because this whole sequence. It's just great. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, hey, Johnny, Johnny, hey, bud, couldn't wait that little bit longer, huh? You wanted to see me that bad? He's like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, you know, you're the I, I can't do Stormari's voice the way he does it. He's it's like, fine. You're, the, you're the only yeah, one yeah. I could come up here. Yeah. You know, you're the only one I would come up here to get. The only soul. It's like time out. Time, the absolute fuck out. No, Lucifer has so many souls he wants. You don't think Lucifer's gonna come get enjoy getting all those priests? And all those terrible popes, or these like world leaders who are like terrible he's busy. people. I feel like he's like, busy. Like I feel but like John Constantine. I feel like he's Lucifer's got, like, never a, been yeah. like personally done dirty by. It's the one he has to come. I John like, hasn't done anything to Lucifer. Well, no, no. He, okay, well, hold hold on. Um, incorrect. Uh, <laughs> he, he John's actual whole fucking shit is is like destroying demons and exercising them and okay, like but here's here's my question for you here's yeah. here's my question for you how yeah. does that differ from any of the angels or any of the other like people that well, work in right. this, or do this but they the are thing? they are angels also so he also, so so he's not going to collect their souls because they're also, angels they're not going to die you can't give me the excuse. there are other people that do john's job that's why they have trades and they do other stuff it's not like he's the only one that does this on top yeah. of that 
don't give me the argument of, well, he was already in hell and then he came back. So the devil's angry that his soul was taken back but to or whatever. It's like, cool. You're telling me that John Constantine is the only person who tried to commit suicide, died for a couple minutes and came back to life? No. No. What, what, so, I, what I will tell you is probably accurate is that John Constantine is likely the only effective exorcist that, remember, previously was like the fucking guy. Like that everyone was like, no. John Constantine was the man. Now you're horseshit, but you were the fucking man. And he also died. Like uh, th- any one of those one things, yeah, maybe. But the fact that it's it's all stacked into one thing, no, I I think it kind of detracts. But either way, you know. And yeah. also, I love that when Lucifer comes to the world, right? Time stops. Like like yeah. no other demon there. Nobody else is like Lucifer shows up on the scene. And it's like no, immediately time stops. Like nothing is happening in uh, except like yeah. Lucifer's time. Yeah. And so Lucifer is like, you know, hey John, uh, yeah, blah 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 blah. Now, I love too that John's like just a lighted cigarette and he's like, oh, the Ted, the, Ted yeah. the way that he says Ted is so like, yeah, visceral. But yeah, it's like Ted Dins, They go when you cut, and he's like, well, can you help me out then, motherfucker? He's like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll help you out. So they spoke. We have a conversation. Then John's like, hey man, um. So the reason I did this is because, you know, like your son's in the other room and Satan's like, I mean, yeah, boys will be boys. You know, what are you going to do? And he's like, yeah, he's in, he's in that room with Gabriel. He's like, ah, no accounting for taste. You know, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, and the spear of destiny. And Satan's like, time out. Because I have the book that I wrote memorized. Like, I presume that Satan wrote the book of hell. You know, that makes sense, right? Like by Lucifer Morningstar, that would make the most sense. Who Maybe. else is going to write it? Is there yeah. a scribe of hell? I'd love to find out. Please inform me if you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lucifer's like, I'm sorry, what? I don't. You don't have to remind me. You don't have to tell me what this means. I, he's like, mm. so just like, yeah, man. Hey, I'm dying, dude. D- just go check it out. Like, take one step over there, right quick, and then just look and come back. So he's like, okay. If you're lying to me, John, there's gonna be horrible consequences for you. And John's like, fuck off. Yeah. So Lucifer walks up in there and is like, how dare you? I, son. Like banishment, right back home. Like fuck off. Like go home. I'm gonna yeah. beat the shit out of you when I get home. Like you think you're funny. Like right. blah blah. Then uh, takes the spear. He's like fuck off with the spear. The spear's yeah. gone. And then it's like, hey Gabriel, what's up? And Gabriel's like, oh god, no, please. I didn't mean to. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. She, you know? she tries to tries to smite, uh, smite Lou, smite. and and it's yeah, just like, Lucy. oh. You ain't this, got no, you ain't got no backing from upstairs. Here's here's my bit. Yeah, you you have no backing from upstairs. They give you nothing because now you. But here's my big question: If that's the case, John didn't have to do that because by that theory, by that logic, God was watching this whole shit. Well, right, but but so I would don't God think... not have stopped Gabriel from letting I don't, Memo I don't think from the so. world? He it, it in this world it does not seem. They have they have depicted God in the way that a lot of things do. Of like, there's no intervention. There's no like things are gonna go as they're gonna go. Like you know, um, yeah, that I don't know. The case, well, isn't then, it about choices that activate a reality? Like whenever because yeah. they they talk about how she starts to try to seduce him later to kill her. You know, why yeah. don't you do this? Because certain actions activate different things. I think that's how God works. Again, I'm talking about the context of this movie. Yeah. Um, instead of like Satan, which is more directly manipulative or like yeah. demons, you know, he's sort okay. of like, in other words, like, I think Gabriel had choices, right? All the way up to when she stabbed and actually committed the, you know, the treason against him. Yeah, and, yeah. and also just like, you know, 
committed the 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 crime essentially yeah. like and so she hadn't up to that point committed the crime so it wasn't really about i think if she had i think like it was she was done in that moment like as she was bringing it down okay so you've decided now no more god power for you i think that's kind of yeah yeah because at any time okay. before that she could have been like actually this is a really whack-ass idea um, yes that's yeah. fair i just think it's ironic to me that Lucifer has to stop his son from coming through. And yeah. then from there, God's like, cool, I'll take over. From I, there. I, but, I feel like it's, it's more satisfying that way though. But God, yeah. Then God, I guess then God's like, yeah, all right, fuck off Gabriel. Like I'm literally ripping the wings off of your body and making you a full on human and like, get off, like fuck off. You're no longer an archangel. You're just, yeah. Which I, I love that that's why I, the costume moment that I was thinking of earlier, I love how it transforms from this, you know, iridescent, very um, avenging, essentially like modern, not modern, but like a something you would like a yoga warrior. Or yeah, or like like, like something really at like the Met Gala or something. But yes, now then, it's, it's like Matrix wear. Yeah. And then it gets very transformed when she's drenched in water and it, it looks kind of like something you would see in a, in like a psych ward depicted in Hollywood, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's very Hollywood psych ward. It just, I love that subtle and her silhouette changes, which is again, great work for the costumer. Yeah. And then what I love is now that God is present and listening and paying attention, Lucifer turns back around and it's like, all right, Johnny boy, you, you help me out. You know, you tell me about the plot and my son. So what do you want? An extension? You want me to like let you live a little bit longer, not take you yet? And John's like, no, no, no. I just want you to put Isabel in heaven where she belongs, because you know you don't deserve her down there anyway. And Liz first kind of like, what? That's it? That's the done, bro. Hold on, get two seconds. All right, bro, she's up. I ascended her. She's fine. Which means to me, it seems very arbitrary that like God and Lucifer can just arbitrarily be like, I'm not that. No, they're up there again. Like, what? Yeah. God could be like, no, homie, that bitch still killed herself. Like she. Get out. Yeah. Like she's not like, but either way, tomato, tomato. Uh, then Lucifer's like, all right, Johnny boy, let's go. Then it like, I don't, I like the effect, but it also makes no sense that John's like, Lucifer's gonna walk John and he's like heavier and heavier and like, like Colossus, just like melting into the ground. Yeah. And then Lucifer's like, no, this is my soul. How dare thee? You know what the rules are. I can't believe you. And John's just like, fuck you, il dick. And then Lucifer's like, nope. Sorry, God. It's not how it works. Yeah. So yeah, it's very like, good scene. I do love that because like let's be honest. Okay. We all know the myth the mythology. We know the story. Lucifer is the best, most powerful angel. Hence why Lucifer fell and did all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, I have no problems believing that Lucifer could, like, absolutely, like, Kel described it earlier, just, like, full on. Let me just put my hands inside your body and, like, you know, finger your little innards and just gather up all of the, all of the badness, all of the anything, like, terrible in your body. And, like, all the tumors, all the sludge, like, tar, everything in your system. And then rip it out of your body and, like, dude, like, now it's all in my hands. And he's like, hey, man. Like, fine. You know, God wants to have you. It's not, I don't want that. So you're going to live and take all this out of you, make you a fully, completely healthy man again. Which to me, it's like, I'm good. I don't have to smoke anymore because you just made me a fully healthy man and have no addictions anymore. I'm good. Yeah. But uh, I like this play because I like that Lucifer's, for, to me, it's like, no, like, 
I have yeah. faith that you're a terrible human being. It, so if yeah. I let you live and make you healthy, you'll fuck up again. It, and it I'll goes back to that that theme of choices that the the movie uh, likes a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, you know, then, then we yeah we get we get our wrap up there, and uh, we get. It's where funny he's that getting... okay. Now here's my here's my two questions. So I'll let you finish with this all up. But so God, so Lucifer heals uh, John. So John oh. is not ascended anymore. So God gives the powers to Chaz because why? I guess this is my question for you. I I I guess that he like died in the line of duty. Like I guess like it, And here's it's... my thought. Because of this, do you think Chaz is the new Gabriel? No, 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 absolutely not. I I don't think that doesn't make any sense to me. I think that that he's an angel. Okay, so here is well the the rest of the movie it's very you know there's a scene up on the the roof rachel weiss is hanging out there john brings a spear like hey hide this you know so that no one can find it even myself yada 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 um you know he, he pops a piece of gum into his mouth because it's like oh you know I've, I've reformed my ways um and then we get the after credit scene of of fucking Chaz like descending from the heaven superhero landing style um here's my question at this point so I don't really believe this will happen because this does not seem like a thing that will really happen. But it is now been said that they are making a new Constantine movie because Keanu Reeves is like, that's the character that I'm the most interested in doing more with. And then mm -hmm. the studio is like, hey, fucking let's do it. Um, I don't really, I don't think it'll happen. But I think it could easily be like, we just had the yeah. Roku move channel just put on a Weird Al movie. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, Hocus Pocus too. I think it easily could be a streaming original. No, Peacock I'm not saying I'm not saying it couldn't. I'm just saying I don't think it will get itself together. Like, like but it I, won't I, happen I, with Shia LaBeouf. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's you have the thing. tons. Yeah. You can recast Chaz. You have tons of Hellblazer yeah. material to go off of. It's yeah. very possible. so. But it's it's like what is the are. I feel like they are going. I mean, it's it's not a reboot, obviously, because Keanu. So. Are we trying to because the the obvious sequel here, if this had been done like say like in 2007, the obvious sequel here is some un, unfortunately there's something with the spear again because they did this major setup at the end. It's it's dumb that that would be it, but like it feels like that that was what they were setting up for some reason. And the then, least important part of this movie. Yes, and then uh, definitely we're still going to have something with, with gabriel like gabriel is going to be like a would have been like some kind of like you know that they're a human and that they are trying like i would imagine that they are trying to well, like find ways to like attain power like by doing this thing. by doing yeah. this they are going to it, it's it just feels like it's making the movie again it doesn't feel like it's, it's any kind of progression of the thought well and then of it's course funny it's to be me, Chaz still what's funny to me too is like with gabriel specifically like Colin said, Gabriel's over here. Like, oh, kill me, John, kill me, because I, yeah. I'm a human. Just kill me. I'm having anything bad. I'm going right to heaven. I'm mm. it's Gucci. Like nothing. It's like the punishment Gabriel suffered was you're not Gabriel anymore. Like your your wings, you're not an angel. You're yeah. just a human. You're still Gabriel, but you're yeah. a fallen angel. It's like okay. So I guess the second movie could be Gabriel on a quest or a path to like get their angelhood back somehow. Yeah, and like sending john and Chaz to i don't know but my i think that what would be cooler is to have it be an angel 
or somebody heavenly is going around killing all these demons that aren't doing anything or whatever the case would be. And like, there has to be a balance. And so like John needs to go figure out what's going on. That would be a cooler. Here's, here's what I think it would be, would be because they kind of did that route already. We're having the, 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 the bad guys be the good guys. Now they're going to have, there's like, there's like a demon that like John has to hunt down right and so he's doing it like and then he like there's like something different like about this like it seems like wait no like this isn't this 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 is not behaving and, and things are not going the way that they should and there's some kind of like oh this demon is different or like there's something like that but it's kind of like the inverse of like this this entity whatever that john was supposed to go after and like exercise banish what what have you is actually like a force for good and then it's like you know going into i mean it, it's it's difficult to escape this kind of like because this movie uses incredibly broad tropes in a lot of ways because it's good versus evil so it's kind of hard to escape that when like that's like the that's the board that you have set up but um but all that being said uh it, it I, I mean if it comes out i'll watch it um yeah i probably will too i like yeah it, yeah colin do you have any thoughts i feel as though all of my my desires are in it would be in a reboot you yeah. know even if even if kiana was in it i again i i would love for it to be now noir or yeah. you know, noir 80s like i would want it to go back but if we had to do a progression i think that letting it it, it should be something similar to before her character was ruined there should be a Daenerys like character that wants to disrupt the balance. Yeah. And I think that you only really have interesting moral questions for Keanu's character. If you start him off accepting the balance, which is what he couldn't do in this first movie. Yeah. And then kind of having those, that balance in general, the people he's working for, questioned you know in other words he's been accepted by the people who put these rules in place and you have this other character and I, and I like y'all's idea of the the outsider the other angel the other demon whatever this may be maybe it's a half breed um coming in and going actually fuck your system how about this yeah there's and, like a third party so, now yeah sort of having to that that decision because um I do think that you were not you're not going to get away from this theme of choices and so yeah. it the producers should ask themselves what choices are we going to want um john to struggle with that's how i would approach it at least yeah well, that makes sense and i hope that's, everybody that's enjoyed good. this two and a half hour although it feels <laughs> two hours and 15 minutes long i know episode. i did uh, yeah, you know from bathtubs to hallways to churches we are all here for you in all locations and locales and if you have any further questions or you know further comments or things you want to discuss if you happen to know you know who wrote the book of hell like the bible in hell you know send that in if you happen to know anything else that you could help us with within this if you read a hellblazer comic one time in your life and you wanted to comment in and tell us that keanu reeves hair should be blonde i want you to know from the bottom of my heart i don't care because I'm not getting tied up on small appearance stuff. So I don't need to hear you with the, oh, well, the guy from the TV show needs to be doing the movie. I, no, we're done with that. This is, we're done. Oh, they could have at this, at this point, right? Because was, he was working at the time. I think he was becoming a big enough actor. What if this was Paul Walker? Is that is that a bad casting call? I don't know. Well, 
I think that it'd be weird, but I think having an actual angel in your movie Sorry. would be a, a real like, cool choice. Yeah. I mean back then. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Back, back. No, I. It could be solid. No, I think here's picture, here's my but... issue. Here's my issue. Okay. Keanu Reeves is perfect for this because you need somebody like who it. can do yeah. action and can act, but who also can't act. If that makes sense, you need somebody whose face, yeah, will like always look like they are Dracula. They need to have no emotion, yeah. to give off that cool guy swag, like you know. Except yeah. like, he needs like, to energy. look haunted. He needs to mm-hmm. very yeah. effectively look haunted. He, he needs to look like at any point in time. He'd be like, it, might, it reminds me of back in seventeen twenty three in the Bayou and this hat, and you'd be like, no, yeah. wait, what? He's a human cigarette. Like, but yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, yeah, it's yes, yeah. I think I think this is a great casting. Yeah. Um, if you would like, you can follow me, Thomas Stimson, over on Twitter for a little bit longer, I guess, until I determine that it's accessible that I don't no longer want to be a part of, or they, you know, devolve into nothingness because they have to sell their company because they're losing money hand over fist every day. Uh, but you can follow me at Cynthia's King all one word s-t-i-m-p-y-i-s-k-i-n-g if you would like you can also find me and my brothers doing a weekly podcast called stimson ain't easy we do that over uh anywhere you can find this except on youtube because we don't have it's all audio baby so you know stitcher spotify podcast apple music don't care find us wherever uh if you want to know about anything else I'm going to go ahead and let Kel and Colin take over for all. Yeah, let's uh, call it. If you want to do any plugs uh, for, for any, any things you got going on, you know, tell the people uh, where to find you, what, where, where to look into what you're doing. Absolutely. Um, so first of all, if you're looking for uh, producers out there, if you're looking for a villain um, or, or an anti-hero to be this uh, wheel breaker character, um, Theo Germain, great, uh, up and coming um, non-binary actor. They were in uh, this movie called They Slash Them. Oh, yes. Slasher on who? Yeah. I think that would be a fantastic casting choice. Dropping that to everybody who's listening that can make that decision. If you'd like to talk to me or anybody else from the Queer to Queer team, go to Instagram, queer underscore to underscore queer. We also have a website, queertoqueerfest.com. And we are actually on route to selecting our films for the next festival, which is going to premiere in person in Texas and online in January. We'll release specific dates very soon. Um, And Kellum and Thomas are once again going to come on as two of the selectors. So I'm very excited to talk to them about it. And um, the projection of our... YouTube content is slowly building um, almost as quickly as the momentum towards this Constantine sequel. <laughs> so uh, just brace yourself. I mean, obviously it's happened already if you're seeing this visually, but uh, but either way, we're looking forward to more collabs with them. And uh, thank you so much for having me on, both of you. Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Colin, for, for joining us this uh, this evening. And thank you to the Queer to Queer cast for promoting us and, uh, you know, helping us out with all that and giving us the opportunity to join the festival in, in what ways we can. Um, I would like to let y'all at home in on something here. So we've decided to switch things up a little bit. Executive decision. Going, yes, we we Thomas and I, you know, put our heads together and we found out thought, hey, how can we involve how can we involve the squad a little bit more? Um, and what we're gonna be doing is we're switching a little bit, not really, but 
into we're trying to incorporate you guys into uh, a bit of like a movie book club a, a, a movie club something like that we'll work on the branding later but so we're gonna let you guys know what movie we're gonna be watching in the next week we're gonna tell you where you can watch it and uh implore you like hey watch it uh you know then come listen to the podcast you'll write yeah. in like if you've got you, you'll watch it if you have questions you're like hey please touch on this thing like th this crazy thing happened please please talk about this send us an email we'll, we'll address it right there like we'll, we'll we'll hit it um so to begin things coming up next week we are going to be watching wolf cop now one more time say that again wolf cop Officer Lou Garrow isn't the best cop in a sm in small town Woodhaven. In fact, he's probably the worst. He mostly just looks to try to avoid anything that could possibly interfere with his goal of getting wasted. One evening during the night shift, Lou investigates a mysterious disturbance at the edge of town and wakes up with a pentagram carved in his chest, heightened senses, and body hair that's growing at an alarming rate. To solve the mystery of his transformation, he'll have to take on a case no normal cop would be able to solve. But this half-man, half-beast is not just a cop. He's a wolf cop. Dun, so, dun, dun. yes, we are going to be watching Wolf Cop. I am looking forward to it so much. Uh, the ways in which you can join us with watching this. So you can watch it for free on Tubi with ads. You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime Video with ads. You can rent it on youtube for four dollars you can rent it on uh on google play for also four dollars there's there's lots of ways pluto tv all that jazz um you know buy it buy a blu-ray i don't know uh but uh watch that between hither and yon and get to us you know say hey you know when wolf cop when he was when the, in the scene where he's making the cake i found that he 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 didn't proof the dough in a way that seemed like it made sense and i wanted to see like was that was that an artistic choice on behalf of the directors where they're trying to imply that he didn't have a very strong relationship with with parental figures to kind of pass on this 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 lineage of a culinary history um if, we'll talk about it in and talk about that the snout to mouth ratio is way off oh the snout. he's more of a he's more of a dog cop not a oh, wolf cop you know if you, you, we can get into all these details yeah. you know yeah if you I feel like the saliva wasn't thick enough yeah yeah, yeah. I, I cannot wait to join this movie club i i will yes. only join though just and i think some of your listeners might want to know this too so that i'm kind of provoking it you know uh for the sake of the you know their well-being um, is there going to be moments where you can they can talk about the moral implications and depiction of smokers or smoking or the absence of smoking in film? I think that, that doesn't uh, really. Make... I have that covered for yeah. all of us. I think that okay. trust me when I say that if you are a smoker out there and you wonder if anybody out there yeah. is advocating for the accurate depiction yeah. of you in film, just know I'm out there. Right. This. You know I'm sick of big tobacco yeah. and media. Two people Thomas, from different sides. Thomas is done with this. Like, this yeah. woke liberal bullshit in, in the smoking <laughs> movies. It's done. You know all right. Bring back the smoking in airplanes. Bring back smoking yeah. inside Make smoking but, great look, again. From from the bottom of my heart, I just want you to fuck your baby. Let me smoke my cigarette in peace. Okay. Is that so hard? Look, if you don't want to die from tertiary smoke inhalation, oh I would say stay inside. Like, how oh about that? Like, is that, right. does that not sound okay. like, okay, now, all right. obviously. I All hope right. some of you understand what sarcasm is and right. you know comedy. But no, they're gone. They're gone. It's just us now. It's just us now. It's just us now. Um, all right. Well. 
to y'all that were not uh, deeply frightened off by that moment there, thank you very much for joining us for another wonderful episode of Unqualified Observers. We loved having you guys join us. We loved having Colin join us. Uh, we love we love hanging out. We love watching movies with you guys. As I said earlier, if you would like to write in, you know, you're going to be watching Wolf Cop over the next week and you, you've got things you want to talk about. Send us an email. You can do that at unqualifiedobservers at gmail.com. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at unqualifiedobservers. You can follow us on Twitter for, I guess, for right now, for yeah, who knows, at Observecast. Uh, and if you would like to follow me, you can follow me uh, on pretty much all social media platforms at cool underscore Gollum. I got back into to Tumblr recently, which I don't know if I'm going to keep up with that. Is that a but, thing still? Yeah, Tumblr, Tumblr still exists, and they're they're putting oh. the nasty stuff back on there. So uh, oh. yeah, you can you can follow me on Tumblr at cool Gollum no underscore because you can't do it an um, underscore on Tumblr. Also, but, uh, one thing I want to point out is depending on how much feedback we will be getting from y'all now that you will have a head of time like a week's heads up and stuff to be able to watch we may incorporate slowly but surely uh voting feature where we'll put up a bunch of different options and y'all can yeah. participate in picking what we might yeah watch hey that's that's up to y'all that's up to y'all like you may you can we're talking about choices here it's all about choices this time who do i want to do this do i want to do that okay. how about how about you make the choice? Do I want to support the content that I'm listening to? Or do I want to just sit here and take and take and take and never give? But whatever you'd like to do, thanks for joining us here. We love having you by. And until next time, I'm Kellum. And I'm Thomas. And we don't know anything.